the Academy Award-winning director, Steven Soderbergh. Brett Favre claims not to know what a podcast is. You know, I have a podcast, Brett. Did you know that? Um, no, you yeah, know, know what a podcast is. <laughs> Reggie Wayne, Rhett Edward. I had a, a, a pet snake mm-hmm. by the name of Law. I'm not a snake fan. I don't like snakes. Buy the snake in the house. I get a, a, a text on my two-way. Law dead. <laughs> Chris Cooley threatened to prank call me. Tyson, how are you? This is David Dunn. I see you, Tyson. No, you didn't because I'm recording this thing right oh, now, dude. No, no, no. This you're is the podcast. Uh, you the Andy best. Reed did not call Tim Tebow last night. <laughs> too much. Hello, everyone, and thanks for joining us. I'm Richard Eisen. I don't download many podcasts, but when I do, I prefer the Rich Eisen Podcast. Here's your host, Rich Eisen. Welcome to the latest edition of the Rich Eisen Podcast. We have finally reached the week of training camp, everybody. It is now time to actually open training camps and see players and helmets and pads and do stuff on a field and compete for jobs and get ready for a playing season. We have finally gotten to that point such a long time from the moment the confetti drops at the Super Bowl to this point, and it's uh, essentially time to celebrate. So uh, celebrate here with this uh, fun edition of the podcast with you, Chris Brockman. Good to see you. Good to see you, Rich. How are you? Happy early birthday. We are taping oh, this on you. Monday the 22nd. Right. It's your birthday on Tuesday the 23rd. Indeed. And Chris Law, today is your actual birthday, correct? Yes, it is. Thank you very much. Wow. The big 3-0, Rich. So you're going to celebrate it Amazing. by going to Montana? Yes, Montana for another wedding. <laughs> oh, okay. So not, not, not Hannah, Montana. Not, not Hannah, Montana. No, okay, the that, actual state of Montana. The big, actual big state. Big sky. For a wedding. Yes, Bozeman, Montana for a wedding, actually. H- how, many, how many weddings have you attended this summer uh, already? Four. This will be number four. Wow. All, not wow not a single right. one in wow. the state of California. I'm going to one this weekend in your old stomping grounds, Rich, New York City. New York City. New York City. Where where are the uh, where's the wedding in New York City? I don't actually know. My oh. bu- <laughs> my buddy's from well, Staten Island. First buddy's of all, I, from Staten Island. Hey. So that's why I said your neck of the woods. Dude, but, are you going to is it a Staten Island wedding? I'm not sure. I got to double check the invite. But you I would tips be, for him if it is a Staten yes, Island. Yes, I would I would go rent easy money. Okay. Right now. Okay. Which is that's and that it gives you an indication as to what a what a party in Staten Island would look like. Interesting. But, did you ever see Easy Money? I have not. Rodney Danger Rodney Dangerfield classic. Easy Money. I'm going to yes. make it right now. Do you know who is where he he is uh comes into some money but he has to clean up his act in order to get it and he lives on Staten Island. Okay. And his buddy in the film played by Joe Pesci. Oh, wow. Yes. It is an instant classic. Done. Excellent. Done. I'm on. Easy money. I'm go rent it. that before you go to Staten <laughs> So that's this weekend for me. My hometown. My hometown. I'll be Staten working on my birthday, but I'll be celebrating amongst friends. Happy birthday to you guys. Thanks, buddy. Yeah. Well, I gave you your present last week, uh, Rockman. <laughs> you did. When I uh, landed the plane that uh, you noticed flying in the air, literally and figuratively, right. when Chrissy Teigen tweeted you the day before the, or two days before the ESPYs, 
that she was going to Los Angeles. Right. So I immediately hit her up. Hey, why don't you come to NFL Network and talk football with us? Right. And she responded, you know, I know more about football than I do when to shut up or something. Yeah, it wasn't and, that good. Yeah. And then uh, you I, chimed in. I chimed in. And that's when she retweeted. Let's be honest here, Chris. OK, let's get let's get, <laughs> let's let's, get the facts. Let's get the facts. Look, I have a Twitter history with Chrissy. So no, I know you constantly are inviting her. Inviting I'm constantly her, inviting, inviting her. her on the show. <laughs> she was this is, I think, the second time she's responded. Right. But and then I, I checked out her her Twitter feed to see if there was any more byplay, And then I noticed the two classic words, the most important words you can see, certainly when you're looking at Chrissy Teigen's Twitter account, and those two words are follows you. Right, exactly. So I DM'd her on the spot. On the spot. <laughs> and we went back and forth, and she came in the day of the ESPYs. And we're going to replay that conversation coming up in a moment. Very fun conversation. She was awesome. I, I missed out on the Mercer Miller uh, interview. Yep. I, it was a great late week rebound for me. <laughs> and, uh, she was great. So, so it was an early uh, birthday present yes, for you as well. Yes. So we'll replay that conversation coming up. And then after that conversation, Hank Azaria returns to the Rich Eisen podcast uh, as himself. As himself, because I think he's been on more as, as Jim Brockmire. Oh, no he has no question. Um, and so he'll come on and, and uh, no doubt lament about the Jets. Um, and he's and got some movies coming out. He does. He's got Smurfs 2 coming out the last day of July, where he reprises his role as Gargamel. <laughs> and then on uh, the 8th of August, uh, or the 9th of August, one of the two, uh, Lovelace comes out, a film in which the lovely Amanda Seyfried... Uh, plays uh, Linda Lovelace. Hey now, who went from Triple uh, X movies to becoming um, a uh, an, a social activist? It's an interesting transformation. <laughs> it really. Um, and also, that also stars a friend of the podcast, Bobby Cannavale, who on the who last week nominated for two Emmy awards, two Emmy awards, uh, best supporting actor in a drama, playing Jip Rossetti from uh, oh, Boardwalk Empire. He is just amazing. Oh my lord. Oh my lord! And I, had, I, I'm not a fan. I don't watch Nurse Jackie. I had no idea he was on that, and he won for best guest uh, performance by an actor in a comedy. Is that Edie Falco? Or he Falco's was nominated show? for that? Is that yeah. Edie Falco? That's like USA or something like. So that. he was nominated for for a comedy and dramatic Emmy award. That's range. So we call range. Yeah, that's range. range. That's our friend Bobby Cannavale, who we're hoping to get on the podcast in uh, in in a few days. Uh, but first up. With training camp opening up for most teams this week, we're you know rookies are already reporting it as as we're talking, but um, most of the veterans report midweek, mid late late week, and that includes Sam Bradford, uh, the fourth year quarterback of the St. Louis Rams. Man, fourth year for him. Yes, it is, and um, he's got the weapons now. A lot of people believe. Tavon. Finally. Stedman Bailey. Stedman Bailey, Tavon Austin's teammate, who they got in the third round of the draft. Both guys from West Virginia. Um and um and you know the speed at running back Isaiah P. Daryl Richardson yeah no Stephen Jackson this year no Stephen Jackson no Amendola no no Gibson right yep um and so there's lots to talk about with him with Jake Long you know he got smart and ordered to protect his blind side you get a Michigan man to do that <laughs> so that's essentially what they have done and um so it'll be it'll be good it'll be good. So uh, let's. Uh, is he on the phone right now? Yep, we got Sam Bradford on the other end of the line for you. I'll patch him through right now. And he is on the line right now, the fourth year quarterback of your St. Louis Rams, a team that had the best in division record in the vaunted NFC West last year. That would be Sam Bradford. How are you, Sam? Great. How are you doing today? I'm fine. Do you feel that that is a lost 
statistic that that is one that few people know off the tip of their fingers when they talk about how the Seahawks and the Niners have had an arms race in this offseason that neither of them had the best record in division that would be your St. Louis Rams Sam yeah I mean I think obviously if you you know pulled the average fan and asked them who had the best record in the NFC West last year uh you know probably very few people would have said us but I think that just shows our potential and what we're capable of. Um, you know, I think the challenge for us is just playing at that level more consistently this year. What is your personal challenge in your estimation? Same thing. I just need to be more consistent, um, you know, week to week, uh, quarter to quarter. You know, when our offense is struggling, uh, I need to be able to get us going, just find completions and, uh, you know, help us keep ourselves on the field, keep drives going, convert more third downs, and then, uh, you know, obviously just help score more points. Well, Tavon Austin, one would imagine, would help with that. Uh, Tell me, as you're on the outset of training camp, what you're expecting from Tavon, or what I should, and the rest of us should expect from Tavon Austin Um, this year. You know, it's been really exciting working with Tavon uh, during the OTAs, and then he actually came down to Norman. Uh, A couple of my guys came down to Norman last week and we had the opportunity uh, to throw a few times, but I think he's going to be a very special player. Uh, he's extremely fast. He's very quick. Um, you know, he can do a lot of things. You know, he's not just a slot receiver because of his straight line speed. You can put him outside. So yeah, I would look for, uh, you know, Tavon to move all over the field, um, you know, line him up all over and make sure defenses, you know, aren't always, you know, keep them guessing and just try to get them the ball in as many different ways as possible. What about these other guys? Uh, by other guys, I mean the, the young fellas who are also your wideouts. Stedman Bailey is another West Virginia guy that you drafted this year, and uh, the rest of the, the crew, uh, certainly Givens from last year, quick. You've got a lot of right. youngsters. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, uh, what, what about yeah, that? You know, in that room, I think uh, the veteran is Austin Pettis, and he's going into his third year. So, you know, our wide receiver core is extremely young, and you know, I think they're very talented. You know, you mentioned a couple of the guys. Uh, you know, Givens played really well for us last year. Um, you know, showed that you know, he can be a, a big-time playmaker with his speed. Um, Quick is extremely talented, you know, very, very physically gifted. Um, you know, I think he had a great Bring, uh, really developed, um, you know, showed a lot of maturity from his first year. Um, you know, Austin Pettis is another guy. He's extremely smart, and I think it's been really cool to watch his growth and just see him take over that room um, as far as the leadership standpoint goes. You know, he had a great, great spring for us, so I'm really excited about him. Uh, and then Stedman, too. You know, Stedman is very talented, had a, a great year at West Virginia last year, and he came in and showed us that he is very capable of making plays for us. So yeah, I'm excited about that group of guys. And what about your running backs? They're young, too. I mean, everybody's green here. I mean, Darren Richardson <laughs> yeah. and, and Pete with, with the all-time rushing leader for the franchise and Steven Jackson now playing in Atlanta. Sam? Yeah. Um, you know, we're young across the board. Obviously, people got to see Daryl play quite a bit last year he was our number two um you know Pete came on a little bit at the end but didn't get a whole lot of carries last year and 
I think that's really motivated him this off season. You know, it seemed like he came back with a different attitude this spring, and it's really showed. And you know, it's going to be exciting to see those two guys battle it out in camp to see who's going to be our starter. And so uh, you got a bunch of guys together in in Norman, from what you just said, I, right? Recently, I did. Yeah, I had a uh, I had a camp this past weekend, and I brought in I probably had about nine or ten guys come in. A couple of the other both the other quarterbacks came in, and uh, we threw a couple of days, and they helped me out with my camp. So that was a kind of good little refresher before camp starts next week. Your kid, you had a camp for kids. Is that what you're saying? A kids, I did, uh, yeah. okay, a yeah, passing camp I did. sort of thing. Sam, is that what you had? Say it again. Uh, like a passing camp is what you had. Uh, you know what? No, I mean just general football. Um, okay. You know, we try to touch everything. They're young, you know, ages seven to fourteen, and I would say most of them are on that younger range. So you know, we try to hit everything and just talk about fundamentals and things that they can take away. And you know, no matter what position they play, that they can use. Were any of the counselors at your camp dehydrated and slept, overslept, and, and missed a couple of moments of the camp, Sam? Was everybody hydrated you know, properly? Yeah, you know, I was really proud of my guys. It was hot down here, and uh, you know, everyone showed up on time. Okay, so, all right. Yeah, it was definitely a positive. Well, maybe you should make one get dehydrated and miss, because that'll get the headlines, if you want headlines yeah. for your camp, you know? You know, I think we're kind of trying to stay away from those headlines. <laughs> so you know, we're just, we're just I like it. We're fine with the coverage we got. Just keep your head down, right, and just do your thing, and and exactly. and that's and that's your reward. I understand. Absolutely, I get it. And and uh, but at least you got some veterans uh, on your offense this year through free agency. You got Jared Cook at tight end, and as I mentioned moments ago before you called, uh, a smart quarterback who wants to stay protected gets a Michigan man to provide that blindside protection. And you got Jake Long. So well done on that front, Sam. Thank you. I mean, I was very involved in making those moves. <laughs> I'm, glad that, uh, I'm glad that someone noticed that we did that. Yes. What do you think? Of, what, 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 uh, what are your thoughts with Jake Long there to your left? How do you think that's going to improve just your, your ability to do your job and, and maybe not have to think about things other than what you need to think about? Yeah, you know, obviously Jake is a great player. Um, you know, Pro Bowl player, and that's what we expect him to come in and play like. And, you know, just getting to know him through this offseason and watching him work and watching him play, you know, I'm extremely excited to have him out there. Um, you know, I think, you know, the other guys on the line are too. And, you know, it's really just nice to have Scott was healthy for really the first time since he's been here. Um, you know, they moved Roger to right, and we had the same five guys up front all spring, which is something that we haven't had in quite a while so you know hopefully those guys will be able to stay healthy and uh you know really come together and play as a unit this year but you know i'm excited about jake i think he's definitely going to help things up front i mean sam you've you've used the word great a lot and i can already hear in your voice that 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 the excitement is there and you can i mean that's the storyline here for the rams year two of jeff fisher year two of Les need collecting these players for you that it's year four for you, there's a load of speed and talent on this team. And on defense, we all know about Long, Laurinaitis, and the rest of that defense, that this this is a year for the Rams to take this step forward in what many people believe is the toughest division in the NFL. Do you think that is a fair expectation for your season? 
Yeah, you know, I mean, everyone in our locker room is extremely excited. You know, this is the first time since I've been in St. Louis that we've had stability with the coaching staff and with the offensive coordinator. So I can't tell you how excited I am to actually have the same offense for the second year in a row. You know, I think that's huge. I think the progress that we were able to make during the spring, we were really able to build on what we were able uh, to do towards the end of the year last year. And, you know, I think the expectations are high in our building. You know, we're just looking to build on, you know, what we were able to do in the division last year and hopefully be a little bit more consistent. But I think everyone's ready for us to take that step, and so are we. Mm-hmm. And what about uh, Fisher? What has he brought to the table? Oh, man, Coach Fisher's awesome. You know, it's <laughs> an absolute blast playing for him. He's extremely confident in everything he does, just the way he carries himself in meetings, the way he carries himself on the sideline. And I think everyone in our locker room really feeds off that confidence. Um, you know, he's about as even keel as they get. He never gets, you know, too high or too low, um, no matter what the situation is. I think that really keeps everyone calm, too. Can I get a bold prediction out of you? Can I get a chest thump out of you? You don't strike me as the chest thumper, Sam, but I mean... Uh, yeah, I... You're, you're probably not going to get too much out of me, to be honest. No? I mean, you want to yeah. guarantee something? I mean, give me a guarantee of some sort. Can I get at least that out of you or no? Uh, well, I guarantee we're going to play hard. Oh, come on, Sam. Come yeah. on, you got us. I mean, gar- I mean, can you guarantee me? Uh, um, gar- guarantee me uh, two wins against San Francisco. Can you do that for me? Yeah, I, I can't do that because that kind of goes back to those headlines we were talking about. Or you just, or you just want, or, or you just want to tie them again. You know, you oh. you'll just miss that. You'll you'll <laughs> yeah. miss it so much. All these nine, th- these eight quarters you play against them. Nine quarters, exactly. Ten quarters, exactly. I think we were about a minute or 30 seconds away from tying them twice last year. Hey, you, your guy Hacker wore my T-shirt, uh, Punters Are People too, with this, yeah, uh, really? this yeah, this video. Did you see this video of him um, uh, punting it off of the upright? Of you, have you, haven't, you haven't seen this viral video, Sam? You know, I haven't seen it. I think I – was it filmed in St. Louis? Yes, it was. Yeah, I remember he was telling. They filmed it, you know, towards the end of our OTA session. And he was telling me about it, but I haven't seen the video yet. Yeah, you guys. I mean, you got the special. I mean, you're set up. Everybody's young. I, I mean, is there? Any, I don't even know who's over thirty there. I know Fisher is. Les Snead is. I know that. Yeah. But I mean, you're just. It just seems like you guys are set, Sam, and and um, in a way that that Rams fans haven't seen in a while. And and I look forward to, to watching you do it. I really do. Thank I'm excited about it. Hopefully, you know, like I said, we can just continue to build on the things that we've done and uh, just get better throughout the year. You know, because I'm, I'm, the network is coming for week four, Niners at Rams. This is another reason why I was trying to get something, you know, Perfect. bold out of you there. I mean, is yeah. there, do I, do I get, uh, what, what, where should I go when I come in the night before? Uh, is there, is there, you know, something that you, can suggest there in St. Louis for me, and I, I know you know Marshall would probably know, but I'm just trying to see if you yeah, could. I'm sure, Marshall's got all the hot spots, but I would go check out a restaurant called Skate. Why? Uh, it's my favorite restaurant in the city. Okay, and uh, 
I usually go there during the season. I try to get there. I usually head down there on Fridays. Okay. Four games, but uh, man, I'm telling you, they got about everything. And the chef down there is constantly changing the menu, and it's always good. And I should say, Sam Bradford sent me. Absolutely done. I'm not sure what that'll get you, but a free meal. Uh, I'm looking for maybe. free. If it's free, it's me, man. That's the maybe. way I'm looking maybe. for it. Hey, Sam, maybe like I, a free dessert or like a free the, appetizer. Yes, uh, just a little tiramisu on the house is yeah. all I'm looking for. That's there all I'm go. looking for. That might be able to happen. Sam, I really appreciate you calling in right before uh, training camp. Good luck. I'm really looking forward to seeing you on uh, that Thursday night and beyond. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me. You got it. That is Sam Bradford joining me here on the Rich Eisen Podcast. Sam Bradford, everybody. Sam Bradford. He's just one of those guys who just keeps his head down, like I said. And everybody's waiting to see what he can do with some weapons. I mean, you remember a couple years ago when they were going up against Seattle in that final Sunday night game, and basically the winner was going to be right. <laughs> below 500 and make the playoffs, and everybody thought, well, Seattle wasn't going to do anything, and they went beast mode and actually won a game in the playoffs. But everybody just like he just needed one more weapon that year. Then they fall off the, the cliff. Then Jeff Fisher comes in, gives him some hope. Les Snead and Jeff Fisher decide to essentially – Stay the course with him and trade the pick that could have been RG3, which Les has come on this podcast uh, a couple of times and said was the rock of the franchise, right? That trade. Mm-hmm. Yep. A- and and now they've got these kids. I, it just normally, I wonder- though, normally though, when they're all that green, right? You know, it, it's it's not a good thing, but. Last year was the year of youth serving, right, at the quarterback position. Sure. I was going to say, do you think the Rams are one of the youngest teams in the league? They have to be. You'd How think, can they not be? You'd think so, right? I mean, Jared Cook might as well go out there in a rascal. <laughs> right? I mean, Jake Long is the grizzly old veteran. Pretty much. Well, you, so, know, you know Fisher's not, not bringing in Jared Cook if he did, didn't like him. Cause he of course. Of Tennessee. Of course. I mean, he, he's been, but it's exciting, man. He's been that buzz fantasy tight end for a few years now that everyone talks about. So that would be great. I mean, if the Rams take a step forward and start winning games to the point where they could be a 10-win team, how that division is going to be so sick. Stacked. Awesome. I like Sam Bradford. Cool, calm demeanor. You can hear it in his voice. He's the self-confidence, yeah. but not braggadocious. Yeah. No. And when you asked him about Jeff Fisher, when his response was simply, Jeff, Jeff, awesome. Coach Fisher's the man. He's the man. That's the what man. he said. He's the man. That's what you want to hear if you're less need. Well, and you're the man, Chris Brockman, because uh, our next guest is Chris Hutegan. Yes. And um, and you were you were the one you're you were the one who got the ball rolling. Is this the first Brockman sort of inspired uh, booking? guest booking law? I believe uh, we've been we've been doing this three years now, Rich. I think coming Brockman's, up on three years. Coming up on three years. Uh, it'll be what week one will be three years. Yes. And uh, Brockman's been along for the ride for two of the years, yep. maybe almost two. Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah a little more than two, a I guess. More than two now. Yeah. And I believe this is guest booking numero uno <laughs> for Brockman. But I'll tell you what, you're you've entered the booking I swing, arena. I swing for the fences. Yes. Rich. <laughs> you you enter you enter with a very impressive uh, booking. <laughs> Thank you. So. I can attest Brockman does not have a new shirt on today. For like as, for as with Mercer Miller. Very yeah, good. Yeah, but I went with my favorite shirt. So, again, this was the day of the ESPYs before she stepped on the stage uh, uh, in uh, Los Angeles last week. So 
Hit play on this one, Lowey, please. Absolutely. Here we go, guys. And here she is in the flesh, right here in the uh, Rich Eisen podcast studio, uh, getting set for an ESPY Awards, another one. Um, and you follow her on Twitter, at Chrissy Teigen. Good to see you, Chrissy Good to Teigen. see you, finally. Yes, I feel finally. like I know you already. I feel though. like I know you as well. <laughs> um, and I've always wanted to have you on this show. I know. I'm never in L.A., though, I, so I'm glad it worked out. I know. And, that, and Twitter, as you pointed out on Twitter... <laughs> is how this all got together because yep. you know i mean i can't i mean i try not to call dan patrick and say hey can i have chrissy teigen's <laughs> information you know cause, i feel like i uh, like it's so weird like you're his friend and now i'm here and now i feel like i'm it's some weird cheating thing what's that fr- well a frenemy is that the word like <laughs> no. when it comes to you i this he may this may be a like frenemy a moment word. for dan patrick Right? It's like a high school moment. I did ask him to be my uh, ESPYs date. How'd that work? Uh, not well, apparently, because I don't have a date. You don't? I'm, avail- <laughs> I'm available. I'm not doing anything this afternoon. Listen, nobody fills a seat quite like Chris How Parker. are you guys not invited in the first place? You can go. Well, uh, um, you're definitely... Uh, oh, wait. Well, no, no. I, was, I was on well, ESPN for yeah. seven years. Okay. And left there in 2003 to come here to NFL Network. Okay. And for 10 straight years... I just keep, you know, I go to the mailbox and I, I open the box <laughs> and I'm, I'm like trying, I'm like, I look in and that, that invite just never comes. And Everyone's it's so sad. going though. There's a lot of randoms. No, who's randoms? And you're you not random. No, I won't okay. even say. Wanna, There's a lot of, I mean, I looked at, was, I was looking at red carpet photos from last year and I was like, what right. the, who, the, why? It's right. So, it's so weird. I don't know why I'm going. I'm presenting. What are you, pres- what are you presenting? I'm presenting best game Ooh. with, uh, okay. actually, Oh my God! I don't even know his name, but he is a quarterback. Of, of, oh, fantastic! Of, of this is great. What team? This Do you know what team? Uh, Seattle Seahawks. Which oh, is Russell, Russell Wilson, friend yes. of the program. Russell yes. Wilson. Now, uh, <laughs> Russell Wilson. But I'm Wilson's... from Seattle, so I'm really excited. Except only in that way where he's from, or he is playing for Seattle. And Correct. I have no idea. Well, here's the thing: is that and and I I we love Russell Wilson. He's we been do. on this show many times. Can you pull up a picture? Uh, you are you yes. are you are wearing you'll be wearing heels, right? Yes, definitely. You'll be way taller than him. Really? Oh, that yes. makes me so happy because usually I'm presenting with really tall guys. No and chance. Everyone's like, "Why are you so short?" No chance. He he's taller than you. Really? Yes. Not not a chance. He, he's like five ten. There he is. There's Russell Wilson. Oh, well, it'll be perfect then. See, I'm we're helping the ESPYs right now. We really are. <laughs> we, we should get an invite. We should. <laughs> Wait, so how long has he played for Seattle? Is, uh, one year. One year. Oh, God. That's you it. You know, I had my prom at Seahawks Stadium. What are you talking about? I had at, I had at my the prom Kingdom? there. No, no, no. At, um, when it was Quest. Yeah. yeah is Quest. it Quest still? Yeah, I think. Uh, safe, yes. Yeah, yeah, when it first. Q West. Yes, right? Q West. Yes. Wait, yeah. how does that work? I had my prom in one of their weird um, ballroom things. Oh. Th- so th- it wasn't like on the 50-yard right, right, line, right? Like, no, that, like, like a dance floor no, on the 50-yard no, 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 no. line? There were other proms happening oh. across the field. I mean, it was, it's crazy. It was what do you mean other proms happening across? Yeah, because like multiple like high the schools? Other, they have like six ballrooms there at that stadium. It's beautiful. It's where not, is your prom date? CenturyLink. Oh, CenturyLink. Where, where is your prom date oh, now? Oh, it's CenturyLink now? Century. What the hell is mm-hmm. that? Where is your prom date now? Um, My prom date now... He actually uh, owned uh, a, a large portion of farms in um, Snohomish, Washington. So I'm sure he's still on the farm. So he's a farmer. <laughs> you, you went to you went to the prom with a farmer. Can we can we shout out? Do we want to shout him out? Uh, no, I mean, no. Well, okay. Well, Chrissy's moved on clearly. Well, I left high school. Uh, I 
I moved during my junior year. So I, I was, I lived in Seattle for such a long period of time or lived in Snohomish. And then right. I had a, I moved my senior year to Huntington beach and I didn't really have a prom there cause I didn't know anybody. So right. I wasn't invited to that one. So my friend Tyler invited me to, um, the prom in, in Seattle. Farmer Tyler. Yeah. Farmer Tyler. <laughs> yeah. Tyler Stalker. Who's Tyler Stalker? Yeah. Stalker? No, not like it's O C K. Oh, okay. Because I'm like, wow. Let's see what he's up. Can you go? Can you go to the prom with a guy named Stalker? That's okay. Stalker. Okay, very good. Very good. So and so he's probably like. I don't know where they are. He's in the chicken coop right now, listening to this podcast. I don't have Facebook or anything, so I don't know what anyone's up to. Most people have children, though. That's all I know now. They oh, all have a kids, lot of people, and they all children. moved these, to like Bellevue, which was like, oh. oh, this guy is uh, a big deal. He is uh, chief executive officer and <laughs> oh president, and the owner of the Sonomish Beer and Wine Specialty Shop. Hey, Tyler D- Stalker. There he is. Give it. Can we picture? Hit images there. Uh, hit the images see. there. On your car ride over, did you envision? We were this such great topic? friends through high school. No, Coming not at up. all. Uh, I didn't know. I thought you were going to ask me what pick. I know about football, and I was going to say I've only dated no, we're, them. We're just having a real. Not good. We're having a real. Con- I'm not. <laughs> we don't have real conversations here. <laughs> no. We try our best. So That's all right, we, we can we can move on to that right now. Uh, Wait. He owns a beer and wine place. Specialty shop. I like well, that. Well, he he's he's upgraded from crops. Wouldn't that be a cool movie? Is if I went back and he's got like, a fancy website. It is fancy. S N O H O M I S H. Let's go. Is that what? Were you so you were you were a cheerleader? I was a. They didn't want to call it. They called it White Squad and Red Squad, which was basically junior varsity and varsity, but they refused to say it. I got stuck cheering for wrestling and girls volleyball. Wait, wrestling had cheerleaders? Yeah, we did like these hand things. I still know it exactly. That's so sad. That's that's <laughs> wrestling cheerleaders. You, you sit on the mat like a like wow. a weirdo. You just, like do this weird uh-huh. cross-legged thing and then you right. do clap cheering. So And then you get cauliflower ear. It's what... really fun. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, let's get a half Nelson. Or is that, I mean, I don't know. It's like roll em, Go pin for the em. pin. Yeah. Right, right. Oh, yeah. my Rock, gosh. Rockman it was knows this filthy. Cheer. Well, I covered wrestling oh, got it. for five years. So, <laughs> None of the teams in Maine ever had cheerleaders. From Maine. Unbelievable. It was junior varsity and women's volleyball. Hey. I mean, of course, it's, I mean, it was, it was JV. Back they didn't in the want day. to say it. The other squad got basketball and football. Right. They're trying to pretend. So like, where did you get your big break? Where was when was your big break? I don't even know what that is. Even I I was what do you mean? working at a surf shop in Huntington Beach, and then right. I was discovered. Who discovered I you? A, uh, this skeezy photographer. No, he wasn't. He wasn't skeezy at all. Everyone else was like, "Whoa, watch out!" This mm-hmm. is how you know those investigation discovery things start. Mm-hmm. But I had a photo shoot with him, and then. Uh, Took those photos and got an agency and was just like a regular working model till I was like 23. Right. And then Sports Illustrated came along. So And then SI. That is you. like the, yeah. Where was, was where was the deal or no deal of it all? When oh. did that happen? <laughs> right down the street, too. Right down the street, yeah. That's yeah, where crazy. Where uh, gosh. Do you have flashbacks? Deal or no deal I, flashbacks? I, you know what's so sad about deal or no deal is I want that off my Wikipedia immediately. Oh, and, no. Uh, and here I am mentioning it. <laughs> I am so sorry. No, I actually did the pilot for it when it was supposed to be on ABC, and it had a lot more dancing and mm-hmm. weird flashiness to it. And then um, they asked me to be a banker girl for when it became really popular. Yes. Which you look like the, what's it called? The Jesse, I look at you for everything. I'm like, that's, you must that's know. That's a problem, Chris. <laughs> yeah, that's a problem. Yeah, yeah. He, that, he's our latex we salesman. We call him our latex salesman yeah, from That's Seinfeld. not good. And you want to be my latex that's right. salesman. <laughs> like her already. Like her already. <laughs> that's right. He call, call him our latex salesman because he's that guy sprawled out on the floor. <laughs> 
<laughs> Save Air Delay Industries. That's an all-time classic. With pants off, so too. Good. Get so no good. pants on. I mean, that was an all-time classic. And then the button line of, and you want to be my latex salesman. <laughs> Jerry walks back Jerry. in and just sees him on the floor. Amazing. <laughs> just like the other, the, another classic Seinfeld scene was when um, uh, George uh, was the marine biologist. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And was acting like a marine biologist. And then Does anybody know a marine, marine biologist? Marine biologist. And then you cut to <laughs> him walking in to the coffee shop. And his soliloquy, his soliloquy, you know, the sea was angry, my friend. Like an old man sending a soup in a deli. I mean, that classic <laughs> soliloquy. And then he pulls out. He goes into the hand of the beast. You're right. The, the, I looked the, in the eyes the, of the, the great beast. fish, mammal, whatever, <laughs> whatever. <right. laughs> yeah. Classic. And then the, the he holds out the golf ball, and everybody laughs. And then the classic button of Kramer. Is it a title? <laughs> is it a title? One. <laughs> is it a title? <laughs> like yeah, he's, a hole in one. <laughs> I've As seen if every it was episode someone of Seinfeld else's ball. about a hundred times, Me at too. least. Yeah. I went on the Seinfeld tour in New York with John and my family, oh. and John goes, I got to go to the bathroom. And I was like, okay, so we'll get off at the next stop where you take your photos. Yeah. So he gets off at the cafe and never came back. Are <laughs> you serious? fell over it. <laughs> so, Wait, he, he doesn't like Seinfeld? That's a strong move, Your right? fiance <laughs> tapped out of he the sun? He loves Seinfeld, but oh, the okay, tour okay. was so... The real Kramer gives the tour. That's right. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. So did you go to the soup Nazi place, we too? The thing is, it's not Or was John already tapped out at that point? I mean, the show is in a studio. I mean, it's... Here in California. <laughs> it's right. fine. So when they're driving around, they're like, that's where it would have been filmed if, if they were in New York. So the whole oh, thing is a stretch Lord. in the first place. Uh-huh. And they're like, that's uh, L&L bagels or whatever. What is it? L&H? Yeah. Right. Yeah, H&H. H&H bagels. Which unfortunately has closed in New York City. H&H bagels. They pointed it. They're like, remember the episode where Is there a top of the muffin to you? Top of the muffin to you. I just had mulligatani. I went to the soup. They call it the soup man place. It's on like 55th and 8th or something. I went to it the other day when I was in New York. Mulligatani. It's awesome. It was really good, I looked up mulligatani forever after that. I've never had it. No more soup. It's like Indian curried soup. It's good. And you were worried about what we were going to talk about here. I was like, football, crap. Well, I mean, we do like to talk a little football. I mean, do you do you are you do you play fantasy football? Because I know uh, I know no. your your fiance does. They love to get me to do those lists, though, and I'm like, I go by uniforms or who's okay. the most attractive. Right? Does but <laughs> makes sense. Uh, I know because John has been on the show. before. Yeah. John Legend has been on the show before, and I know he's a huge Ohio State. Oh, loves yes. So are you? Do you, no, have I, you been we, subjected we to any of that? And I, I cook for them. That's my favorite part of fall is actually being able to have everyone together. And John's usually home in the fall too, so we we have everyone together. The guys watch football. Uh, I'm, you know, his the wives of all of his friends mm-hmm. are, are very close with me, so we just cook and drink and. I don't pay attention to football. You that. don't really. No, Does, is John? I really can't. I I can't grasp it. By grasping <laughs> it, is it the just the 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 concept of the game? It's not a very easy game to describe to somebody. Well, you know, I played soccer for a really long time, mm-hmm. and it is obviously very simple. But I I, I I mean, or not very simple, but it should be simple to me because uh, they're very similar. Uh, but I really uh, I it's. I, there's so much stopping and starting, and I don't know where. Well, you know I what? I keep track. I was asked. I don't know if I've told this story on 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 this show. Rich, before. there's a lot of stories. I don't know. Show. I know. <laughs> but when I was on ESPN, when I was on Sports Center, I was invited by the Learning Annex to teach a class football 101. To, to girls like me. To, well, it was here, well, here's what it was. It, there were to girls. A room full there were supermodels. There were, <laughs> there were there were girls like you. 
Uh, but, but but like you, I mean, in just in terms of not being able to grasp it and you know only paying attention when That's players really shoot good, themselves though. in Those their are leg. Good girls. That means they're learning for their men. Well, there were people <laughs> are learning for their men. There were immigrants who knew that this was a big American thing and wanted to be caught up to speed. And then there was in the back of the room a football widow, essentially oh, meaning geez. that when. The husband sits down. It's as if he has gone and passed away. Oh, my God. I was away. like, where is this going? No, that's no, so no. That's what, no. That's what they call football <laughs> widows is that at least you are involved in some way, like, shape, or form. really real. No, that's, that's, the, that's the, the sort of nickname for it. Okay. Oh okay. And, so I, and the reason why I found out who that person was is because I thought, okay, it'll be so simple to explain this game. But then you, you, you explain the game. And talk about how there are downs and there are only four downs to get a 10-yard chunk of turf. And you keep on pushing those together. But you can get more than ten yards for the first down, uh-huh. and then then oh. exactly. Hold on, and then and then and then you have to describe how if it's on third down, if you don't have enough of the ten yards, you have to punt, which is technically fourth down. Oh so you really God. only have three downs maybe to get the ten yards. And do you have a laser pointer and a PowerPoint, or you're just explaining? It's it? really um, I I I didn't bring too many visual aids, and I, I'm now realizing that I am screwing the pooch here. This is just not look. This is not. <laughs> <laughs> good especially since somebody says well when you catch the ball you know and you have to describe on the sideline that you have to get two feet in for the catch to be a reception unless it's college then you can only need to get one foot in and if you fall down without being touched in the pros you can get up and keep going but in college if you go down without it's being touched it's totally the play is over <laughs> I had no idea. and and it, these people their eyes were rolling in the back of their heads and i'm doing like a horrible right and so at this point <laughs> I'm, I'm not wrong though right no, in anything no, that no. i have said absolutely so this one guy raises 70 year old man raises his hand from the back of the room and he goes excuse me I'm here with my wife, and you are doing a terrible job (laughs) of explaining what football is. And my first thought in my head, because, again, I read your Twitter feed. It seems Mm -hmm. like your inner monologue comes out in 140 characters (laughs) quite often. I I wanted to say, I'm like, hey, (laughs) if you were paying attention to your wife for the last 40 years of Sundays and taking the time to explain to her instead of kicking her out of the room... You wouldn't have to be here listening to my lame-ass excuses, putting $45 down in the learning annex and wasting your money, because I am terrible. Is it $45? It was like 45 bucks. Holy crap. Yeah, have the guy from SportsCenter come down and teach you football. Oh and the room was filled like, like a great people. idea. I wonder, I wonder how this guy would have explained it to his wife, though. Well, but he had 40 years to do it. You know what I mean? <laughs> I've got 40 minutes. <laughs> At 40 of their dollars, right? So I'm more interested in like the tattoo situations and like the. Okay. I, I like that stuff. I okay. like the gossip of football. The ink. Yeah. You're it's into fun. the ink. Yeah. Well, and they have me playing all those games, those right. celebrity games, and I. I'm like, it, that's hysterical to me. Why am I here? The DirecTV Beach games? At yeah, the then Super there's World? always a, another model that's like amazing. And they're like, oh, yeah. Hannah Davis did like such an amazing job. She almost, Wait, is she that caught, Derek like, a Jeter's touchdown, girlfriend? A touchdown pass. And yeah. Is that Jeter's girlfriend? I think it is. I don't keep in touch. Is, is she the genie? Hold on. <laughs> Dude, stop. Googling here on, in front Gus. of Chrissy Teigen. She, Come uh, on. Or whatever. You're just you're like Hannah. a Google I, I found awesome. Tyler Stalker, all right? <laughs> you did. 
You start. You start. I stalked out soccer and found him. So it's not. It's not easy to understand this game. It, no, it, it, it is not. Well, I. I just learned that college was if different. If you don't care about college that much, can we get? Can Rich slide you a Michigan hat and on Ooh. Ohio State? Wait, isn't it? Michigan. Uh-oh. Yeah, that's not Saturday. good. Could you maybe? John would not like that. The thing like with that. John is, even though he loves Ohio State so much, he doesn't love anything. I mean, he lo- He loves. He loves Ohio State, but he's not like it's not the end of his world. He's like on Sunday, for example, if I were like, "Hey, mm-hmm. can you go run out and grab something for me while I'm cooking?" He's mm-hmm. not like that into it. Okay, where he is. Like, well, he's a well-rounded individual. Yes, he's in, he's right. an Ivy League educated auteur. Yes, your he, fiance. He loves it. He's on the phone all the time checking the scores, but he's not like a well. That's die fantasy. Hard. That's fantasy football. Oh, is it? Yes. Yeah. That's fantasy football oh, right geez. there, and I know he's he, he's he's come on this show and talked about his fantasy football team because I guess he, uh, amongst his uh, amongst he's his crew, he's definitely more open about it with you guys then because he knows I'd make fun of him. Well, I don't want to tell What's any tales out of school name? here. I don't know what was his team name. I don't remember what it was. I don't know. But <sighs> suggest to him Michigan. I will. Would be the step I will. Good. Sure, he'll love that. <laughs> Someone told me that I was presenting at um, the NFL Awards with yes, who was I presenting there. with? Somebody who definitely uh, was Drew Brees, I think. Yes, no, and no. you were taller than him. No, that was different because I was... went up. Someone told me to say "Roll Tide," and then I went up and I was like "Roll Tide," and then I was. He goes, "Don't say that," and I was like, "Oh, oh thanks was, a was lot." It, was it, it was Cam Newton? It was, it was it Cam Newton? It was Cam Newton. Yes, uh, and he was taller than you. Yes, he's yes. a big dude. He was very sharply dressed, though. I know, Natalie clad. Good style, I because know. a lot of football guys are whew, not. <laughs> it is horrible. <laughs> oh my goodness, especially the sports, like sportscasters and stuff. Oh, <laughs> have you, keep going. wait a no, second. When, wait a second. When they present wear, company, no, when excluded, they wear, when they wear right? a suit, like on Sports Center and yes. stuff, and yeah. oh my, my it mustard. Sometimes I mustard. Yes, I. By the way, I only wear <laughs> I've I've for the last year. Uh, I only wear white, white shirts. Right. The occasional French blue. The occasional, um, and the reason for that is is many. Number one, and your suits are always dark. Number pull, pull one, dark suits, dark suits, dark right. suits, white shirts, bold ties. See, that's great. You know what that's called? Elegant. Yes. What elegant? It, not in your face. Ah. No, it's, it's just. It's like, also called Susie dresses. No, it. it's not. No, it's not. It's not. My wife, he's referring to. No, it's not. Although she did get me started on a Zenya kick within. Ooh, Emergildo. This is Emergildo. <laughs> Zenya. Back in uh, when we first met in the, uh, in the late 90s, 96, 97, when I was on SportsCenter. And I definitely needed some fashion help when I first started on SportsCenter. Pull it up. Pull it up. Yeah, you can Why pull you it up. Pull up this stuff. Oh, that this you is can the pull up. Stuff. That right, you can right, pull right. up. Pull up. You just go, put me in like Sports Center of the you know 1990s or something like that. And images. There you go. All right, that's not bad. This one right there, where me and Stuart Scott sort of oh, like no, the eye spy. The stew, the stew you one? play it safe. Well, though. yeah. Well, I mean, that, that's like an olive green. But that one right there is a screen grab from my... Which uh, one, this one? No, the one below it. It's screen grab from... No, next to it. Why are your buttons so high? Good Lord. Why are your buttons that so high? That one right there. That's from my Reading... That's from local television right I there. I would have never and look, thought that's that was like you fatigues. ever. Well, that's because I have hair. Do you know what? I, I'm actually... That's not good. People are not Googling images, and that's, that's not very good for Joe me. Do you know Joe Buck? Of course. <laughs> I just saw him on Watch What Happens Live, and uh, I, I was like, he's, he's a funny guy. He well, was pretty uh, into Housewives. What, the Andy uh, Cohen? <laughs> yeah. Andy Cohen? yeah, no, he was on Bravo. Yeah. Oh, listen, Joe Buck, to me, is one of the best. 
I love him. And he's I lo- funny. His voice is he amazing. is funny, 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 funny. He was funny. really funny on that show. Yeah. I, I would love to see him on the on the Bravo. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's <laughs> He so watched the, what, what was he talking about? <laughs> Real Housewives yeah? and, and everything. Who was he on right. with? They played these crazy games. Oh, he was in on with um Oh, I can't remember. I'll think of it. Oh. Joe now you're friends with you're friends with Aaron Andrews too. Yes, right? yeah. I just I was just talking to her. You're tight with her? Yes. Because I know you guys tweet each other and whatever and she was just working with Joe at the All Star game. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, that's right. She was doing baseball. that. Yeah, baseball. She's doing the oh, baseball. I, I, wanted, stuff. I wanted to play in that game this year. What the, uh, the All Star game? Yeah, yeah, in the All Star game, I didn't get voted in. It's unfortunate. <laughs> you and Yasiel Puig, <laughs> you know, <laughs> couldn't get into the no, All Star game. Softball one. I know the softball one. Yeah. That happens every night. I now just and go and make a complete ass of myself, and I drink and I fill Gatorade bottles with alcohol and but share them with fun. everyone on the team. I try to provide a good time. So, are you going to be at the Super Bowl this year in New York? You know what? I actually have be... decided that I I can't ever go again why well every time we go it is so overwhelming and so insane and all we do is watch it on whatever screen like we are provided with i can't see anything okay john enjoys watching that kind of stuff at home or, or he wants to see every play it's mm-hmm. while the atmosphere is amazing we actually left right before the lights went out mm-hmm. last time last so. time in new orleans yeah but i'm the reason why i'm suggesting that is you could play in the uh it's in new york this year so I think I'd rather just sell my apartment to some kids for a, month, a <laughs> could, week. Yeah, honestly. just rent it out. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's like the Olympics in that regard. You just rent well, out. I your... rented a condo in New Orleans for a r- stupid amount of money because mm-hmm. they get away with it then, and I couldn't get a hotel. And mm-hmm. man, so I'm I'm definitely gonna I'm gonna try that. Is that right? It's a pretty good idea. Okay. Well, Are you going? Every it's, I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm mandated to go, madam. Yes, I I will be there. I'll be Don't there uh, doing like a hundred live, a hundred live hours. I'll be there. He'll be on TV a lot. Yeah, I'll be on television a lot. I'll be but and and elegant, elegantly dressed. By the Text way, text me when you're on TV. I will, t- <laughs> and then wave. I will do that. I will absolutely do that. That's fantastic. I love this. See, and again, you were concerned about what in the world. Are I know. Talk I was about? nervous. Wait, I want to ask you about Twitter. Yeah. Uh, it's safe to say you get a little insane on there. Yeah. Why do you engage all the idiots? Yeah, why do you engage the trolls? You know trolls? what's funny is if I were to engage all of the trolls, that's all I would be doing. So right. I don't do it as often as I could. But you do engage a but large it, percentage of them. I, I It's more for the entertainment value of other other readers. And there's been plenty of times where I've been like, no, I'm not going to respond to this person. They have two followers. Who cares? Exactly. But it's it's, it's very nice when they're when they're being extreme when they do something extremely ironic like okay spell ignorance wrong yeah, or, i saw that the other yeah. day <laughs> like there and there yeah. yeah it's too easy then yeah i know and i'm not as big spelling person but i'm like oh god this is just too easy yeah i mean it, and, and it's, i'm sure you get a lot though because anytime i ever say something about sports i get get in the kitchen make me a sandwich yeah, type I, nonsense. well anytime i say anything about the nf nothing about the nf Something other than the NFL, they're like stick to the NFL yeah, or whatever. I'm s- stick to showing your boobs. <laughs> well, they got. I get that too, by the way. <laughs> it's very strange that I would get that too. I'm like, when can anyone talk about anything then? I'm like, what do you stick to then? Just being an egg. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's their avatar, right? The egg. Always. The egg yeah, is always, always the egg. You always stay away from the egg avatar, Gosh, people. That's is, that's that's frightening to me. You know what's weird though is I always thought that women wouldn't like me because I'm half naked all the time and in these men's magazines but women are like my core followers and then it's the men that really aren't fun to deal with but then usually they'll hate 
and then you'll respond to them, mm-hmm. and they'll be like, oh, I love you, right? I know. And then, like, That's what, the worst, is when they're like, I got a response. I don't know. I told my wife that I was having you on the show today. Her response is, oh, she's beautiful. Oh. That was her response. Susie. That was her response. <laughs> That's, That's what, awesome. I know. You said stay away from the egg people. Um, Lady Gaga has an egg. And she has 40 million followers. Well, she Dude. also was carried in by an egg to the ground. But you also so. know that Lady Gaga has done that in some weird, like, I'm giving birth to my album and it's an egg really type thing. Yeah, so, it, yeah. it has to be, right? It and she strolls is. around the streets of New York without a shirt. Wait, do you follow Lady Gaga? No, it, uh, oh, okay. it's, yeah, what's no, up with that? no, it's no. That, <laughs> it's that popped up like as the recommended follow, and I thought it was a fake oh. one, so I clicked on it. Come on, you're, you're a believer, Who's too. Who's the weirdest you person you follow? My poker face The most random. tell you something else. Who's the most random person that I follow on Twitter. Oh, man. I don't know. I don't think I follow any random people. Well, let's find out here. Someone <laughs> um, actually went through, VH1 went through my Twitter list to see the weirdest thing I follow. Well, you follow over a thousand people. Yeah. See, I can't do that. I, my timeline has to stay somewhat Newsy. clean. Clean. Yeah, pristine. Yeah. Yes. It's got to be I, somewhat clean. I follow too many. I'm all How in. many do you follow now? Like 850? I try Actually, to keep it eight, around 400. Right. Oh, the worst is I'll, I'll have a couple drinks and I'll be like, hey, if you hold a plant and scratch your <laughs> armpit, I'll follow you. And then I wake up and I'm like, oh, no, who yeah. is this person? And they're, then they're always writing Taylor Swift and Taylor, do you know Chrissy? And they're so, they're so creepy. Man, oh, man. Yeah. It's a problem. It's kind of like when a uh, random producer texts you or hits you up on Twitter. <laughs> well, hold on like, a second. We have, we, have a, we have a Twitter history. <laughs> Do you know what's funny? <laughs> I didn't even put it together. <laughs> yeah. Now you put it together. He was just like, when you said, hey, I'm going to Los Angeles, he's like, you know, you should come talk football. Because <laughs> I've said that to you before. Yeah. And right. then last year, we had a fire drill, yeah. and you were just walking around. And I, and, and I tweeted something to you. I was like... Well, I wanted to ask Chrissy Teigen why she was here, but she wouldn't get off the phone so I could ask her. Uh-oh. I was actually pretending to be on the phone because I had no <laughs> friends in the fire drill. Love it. <laughs> that is a veteran move. Because during the fire drill, everyone teams up with their friends and they get in these little circles and, you and had they're no in friends. lines. I had no friends. What were so you sad. doing here? I was at Studio Lambert next door oh, okay. um, who produced one of my, my VH1 show. Yeah, we walked out and she's sitting there. You're sitting there <laughs> Just legend. standing around. It was like, it started like the buzz started going around. People right. Like, is that... Is that Chrissy? I, yeah, Chrissy I definitely was not on the phone. Yeah. Huh. Well, I mean, you wrote me back immediately. You were like, oh, I'm here for a meeting. Well, I was like, all right, right. fine. We've been doing this show for three years now, and Chris has been on the show for two. Yep. About, And in his two-year time frame, he has not booked one guest. <laughs> in my defense. You are the first guest he has I think I'm also well, the most bookable guest through Twitter. Like, who else I, I don't would know. be I mean, like, okay. Well, you, Chris, you opened the door. I have ideas. I landed the plane, sure. technically. You sure. know, or, or put you in a car and I had you taken my, around all of Los Angeles. I, I, threw, I, threw, I threw the alley and you slammed the oop. There you go. What well, publicist I mean, was like, what, what, are you, what are you doing tomorrow? I was like, I arranged it through Twitter. Don't even worry about there it. There you go. Yeah, no, that doesn't <laughs> sound bad at all. Don't worry it's about completely it. normal. Oh, wait a minute. What, they got what, me a car. It's But cool. you got to explain to your publicist, this is a high-class, first-rate <laughs> podcast is. where we send cars, and you know this and is a strange room. But I mean, The microphone but, system is it, on point. It's on point. It's elegant. It is elegant. Word okay, of the day. that is the word of the no day. I have no idea who I'm looking at. Yeah, I know. Any photo, so you though. tell your you got to tell your publicist this is not a fly by night no, operation. No, it's definitely not. You have two autographs. That's pretty huge. <laughs> I don't even ask for them. Steve, Steve Smith and uh, John Beeson. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Wait, that, that's good stuff, right we should, there. We should have her sign it. No, uh, of no, no. Is there anything that we we you want to promote? No. 
Is there a website? Is there anything going on? Well, you have a food website, <laughs> I right? I do have a food blog. I'm not into the whole self-promotion thing. I'm not so, really but good I'm at ask, it. I'm asking. You didn't just mention it. I'm asking. Okay. Is, what, is it, let's, let's get something going oh, here. Oh, God. I have a food blog that I barely write on anymore. It's called SoDelicious.com. SoDelicious.com. Delicious. Delicious. I, I'm a wino. Okay. So it's uh, D-E-L-U. Tyler Stalker. He's got good. He's got. I'm That's just what I'm saying. Bringing everybody together. I know. It's all full circle here. I'm find you, Tyler. Okay. But <laughs> <laughs> all right. And where is John now? Where is he? Is he on John's the road? John's on a European tour. Check oh. out his single. I don't even know what it is. Okay. <laughs> She's the best. Is that the, is that the name of the song? Can I look that up? What's no, the B side of I don't know what I don't know the name of I don't know the name of it. I'm blanking. Right, um, your last Google uh, opportunity. Made, made to love. Made to love. Yes. Made to love. And and video and dropping soon. There you go. I approved it, so it's, you approved it's time. It. Are you in it? No, I'm, I'll actually be in his next one. I think we're going to get very sexy. Ooh, that, that's a good idea. Because well, all of his videos are always pretty. Uh, risque mm -hmm. with another girl and that's how we met you know was i was uh, one of his video girls so i don't trust any video girls because <laughs> you uh, look one. what i did that's right um <laughs> so <laughs> when's the day do you have a date set for the wedding yeah uh yeah in the fall okay Ooh. in the fall Ooh. oh it's coming <laughs> i'm so bad at this i'm really bad so you at, don't like, even know the things. name yeah, okay so it's coming up it's in the fall and the right. wedding sometime destination soon. wedding destination wedding yes See, now, destination weddings, to me... It's to cut I mean, half the list. Let me ask you this question. <laughs> it's to cut half the list. Do you... Because this is a pet peeve of mine. And yeah. I've mentioned this... We mentioned this... Larry David even... <gasps> I talked to Larry <gasps> David about yeah. this, okay? I brought this up to Larry on this podcast. Do you expect a gift, a wedding gift, from people who go to your destination wedding? Oh, no. Not at all. Well, we didn't... We outlawed gifts to begin with we're doing like the whole charity thing okay, okay. such good people well good you are good You're people yeah. the, like human fund. the human fund the human people she is a helping people this is great the human fund yes because to, that's a pet peeve of mine when i would go to a destination if wedding you're paying for your my wife hotel, says to me we still have to get a gift and i'm like no no no, no. my presence is exactly. my present that's that's my take on all this too okay i have paid for a ticket i have flown i have got a hotel i'm sure to deal whatever but it's still money out of the pocket you know time away from home all of that absolutely it's true. and i'm at that age now where i'm starting to figure out all the etiquette which, which with with like baby showers and sure. weddings and a, i didn't know you couldn't have a second baby shower for your second baby you can you don't that's that's inappropriate apparently i don't know about the, that the gift thing the destination i don't know well if a baby shower if it's a different sex of a baby it's a totally different set of I guess, gifts but I, apparently it's not no i don't believe that fun. maybe i don't what do i know i'm a guy but um <laughs> but that's my i asked larry david what is what is the etiquette Larry for this? Larry David would never who give a gift. Who bet? Who better to ask? Larry David says that destination wedding. Not only do you not give a gift to the person you're going to the destination wedding, know. that the person who is inviting you should enclose in the envelope of the invitation an apology. <laughs> that they are asking you to fly somewhere to watch them get married. Just, I am. So, I should say we are sorry that we're inviting you. That's amazing. But that's that's what his and I'm like. So so then, what what do you consider a destination wedding? Like, what's the what's the yeah, perimeter I, beyond your home right. that you would consider 
too much. He said twenty five miles. <laughs> wow! I fly to Montana on Friday for a wedding. Are, now, are you gonna are you gonna give a, a gift? Uh, I have to. Why? No, I'm going to New York like next weekend for a, a wedding. Are you gonna everything? give a gift? Yeah. No, my presence is the gift. But I was just in Nashville and I went to a wedding there. Gift, and I was in the wedding. I had to pay two hundred bucks for my tux to rent. Oh, oh my! You know, on they top have- of it. They have registries now. Sorry, they have registries now where you donate money to whatever they caught, whatever whatever cause they want. Like, uh, I mean, I'm talking renovating our bathroom. Do you want to donate money to this part of our house? Oh, yeah. or, oh my Or paying goodness. for our honeymoon. Really? Do you want to donate money to the honeymoon? Or do you want to donate money to... It's, it gets well, crazy. now, some folks may need that sort of help, and I, I can understand that, but to, to sure. me... But I don't want to be like, to mm, me, your to bathroom. Me. Now, but, now, now, here's the thing, though. <laughs> Are the people who are getting married in Montana from Montana. One of them is, yes. Okay. That's yep. the whole thing. The destination wedding is that you where I'm not going to ask where it is because we don't want to get people, you know, <laughs> who shouldn't be listening in on this sort of stuff. But where the destination of for you and John to get married, neither of you are from there, correct? No. Okay. That's the destination wedding. So you're going to that person from so Nashville. Went to Ohio. You know what I mean? Like yeah. so so I can sort of understand if you're going to go schlep to Montana that you still have to get a gift. But it's like, we are getting married. We're, we're two people from Zanesville, to use the Ohio, okay? But we're getting married in Mexico. Yeah. I no gift. No people, gift for them. Some no people gift. have the reasoning that, oh, they're going to be able to turn it into a vacation. Like, you're going to be able to turn this Montana Which thing into a nice... Exactly. A oh, and you bastard. Get a gift. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just give cash. I just give an envelope with cash. We're going for a whole week. <laughs> People have not been shy to about Montana? telling us that they are making yeah. this a vacation for us. Okay, like no one is just coming yeah. out for our wedding. They are now. But there are some. A I don't know. Again, I've been. I had a. I had a destination wedding on the west coast of Florida. That was a two, two um, plane situation to get there, and then an hour and a half drive to get to the oh hotel. My gosh. To get to the hotel, and we check in, and it's a kid's hotel, and we left our kid at home, and there's no room service. We got there at 11 at night, no room service. We're like, can we at least get a drink? It was like some whatever pizza place that was open on the property had like one bottle of- That's like my Indianapolis Super Bowl situation, actually. Well, you know what? I mean- Fridays every night. Three days steak and of shake. Fridays. There's a great steak and shake there. Oh really? Great but this, steak the TGI Fridays was in my hotel. Oh boy. It was very uh, very convenient. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what? Actually, our planner told us the opposite. We were supposed to provide gifts for people that came in. We have to provide like little baskets, yeah. welcome baskets, little travel baskets for people. Well, that's so. nice. That's <sighs> nice. Well, you're high class little, people. Little yeah. containers. You're of You're high booze. class people. Very high class. <laughs> Chrissy Teigen, this is an absolute blast. This has been a lot of fun. Please come back. Are you, is this the goodbye? I guess so. Well, you, you've got to. You've got to. You've got to get ready. I want to make sure that if if they, I have to go too. Take you back through. <laughs> I got to get my suit ready for the ESPYS tonight. You're the seat filler. You're the. Well, Chris, I, I was going to be her date. I swear, no. I, yeah, he's coming with me. He weaseled his way in as a fifth Hasselbeck brother last year. Matt Hasselbeck. Fourth, he does the fourth. fourth. Well, whatever. Yeah. And uh, and he wants to go. You want to make it two for two? We should have a football trivia thing. That would have been fun. Here? Yeah. Now, see. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> Who pitched the idea? And Rich is like, no. I said no, because I don't want to. Actually, actually we, had an, we had another idea. We were going to have you name John's albums. <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> she, she didn't know those single that he's, that he's debuting now. <laughs> But it was going to be a know, know your NFL uh, legends, and uh, yeah, we're since give you, you like, know your legend, fans. you're engaged to a legend to know your NFL legends, and I said no because <laughs> we don't have people who who have who have professed 
a lack of knowledge on football to come in here. We don't test them. We don't want publicists I, like your publicist to think, oh, we're going to come and have Chrissy Teigen and show off. What I have a- zero standards. I don't care. <laughs> I'm like, it doesn't. I'll do anything. Oh, my at God. This point. You know what? It's Amazing. just it's just my luck that as a 44-year-old man, father of two, married for 10 years with a third child on the way, <gasps> I finally get a supermodel to say to me, I have no standards. <laughs> Timing is everything in life. I've always, that's been a dream of mine to have a supermodel looking right Stalker in the eye. <laughs> yeah, I got Tyler Stalker's address. Oh, thank you. I kept that up, actually. <laughs> oh, my God. Chrissy Teigen. We thank should you. follow her on Twitter, at Chrissy Teigen, um, and uh, go get uh, John's new uh, album, whatever it is. Made to Love. His album comes out September. Wait, is that the album or the single? His album is called... <laughs> I, I mean, no, I don't I'm know. I'm it's nervous, called, so it's I'm called Destination Wedding. That's <laughs> what it's called. It's called Love in the Future. Sorry. Love in the Future. In September. Yes, and wait for the next uh, music video to come out. Yes. That'll be good. And wait for hours. Very good. Thank you. Uh, Chrissy, you're the best. Good to see you. You bet. Chrissy Teigen here on the Rich guys. Eisen Podcast. Good stuff. That was fun. The lovely and talented Chrissy Teigen, everybody. You well, fine? Do, we need, do you need to be uh, hosed down, Brockman? I'm okay. You were smitten, weren't you? I mean. She's not available. You know, she does. I'm, I'm she's aware. Getting, as you know, we just spoke about I'm how aware. she's getting I mean, married to a international music. I'm not any of those things. He was star. levitating. When she left. It was great. She was awesome. Now we're pleased to turn to uh, a good friend. I'm also program. smitten here. Yeah, I, we all are. We all are. It's really. It's, it's a little. It's a little weird in here. What is it? It's awkward in here. D- you think so? Yeah. Really? I didn't even see Chrissy, and I. I'd like to get hosed down. Would you? <laughs> it's. It is hot outside. It is yeah, no, not for that reason. <laughs> Which reason are we talking about? I just about? want to get hosed down. Well, you know, that's just you being you. That's, that's, right. Right. that's yeah. just you being you. Yeah. Here in the flesh, as himself, um, is a, a, a good friend, Hank Azaria. Good to see you, Hank. How is everything Thank going? Thank you. I'm, a, I'm also a legend in the booth. Well, you, to, we know that. As opposed to Jim Brackmire. We were talking before. Have you appeared on, you've appeared on this podcast more as Jim Brockmire than you have as yourself. I don't think I've ever Correct. appeared as He's myself. He's appeared once as once, Hank. You know, you appeared once as, as, I did? as yourself. Yeah, as right. Hank Azaria. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Uh, I, pre- I wasn't Smurfs sure. W- Pre-Smurfs 1, potentially, yeah. I think it was. I huh. think when you came on to, now it's Smurfs 2. Now it's the time, yeah. Smurfs 2, a biannual up, event. On uh, <laughs> July I mean, 31st, well, every other coming year, up this whatever. weekend. Right, July 31st. July 31. And then um, August 9th yes. is Lovelace. Yes. The Don't film. confuse those two movies. Well, I was about to say that just showing the breadth of your talent <laughs> is that you are Gargamel on one screen. Yes, Gargamel, yeah. Uh, and then on another screen, you play... A, Jerry Damiano, the director of, <laughs> and writer of Deep Throat. Oh, the director slash writer. Right, yeah, the auteur, if you will. <laughs> is, and is that his voice? That you, Yeah, Jerry's from... Long Island. So, so perfect. Yeah. You, you, well, I'm from Queens. I know. You channel your Queens roots right exactly. there. Exactly. It worked. I can't wait for that one. That's a good... Lovelace is about, obviously, Linda Lovelace. Yes. And you play the writer-director of Deep Throat. Yes. Uh, a fellow podcast uh, friend of the program and friend of yours, uh, Bobby Cannavale, is in that as well, correct? Yes. You, we play partners in the movie. <laughs> we do. They can't wait for that. Bobby plays a character a little mobbed up. He's a little mobbed up in a movie. Right. Bobby and, is. And uh, that's how that movie got made, was Mafioso said, hey, let's be in a porn business. Yeah. And somehow Jerry Damiano convinced them, like, let's make artistic porn with a story and everything. <laughs> right. I don't know how he convinced those guys to do that. And the rest is history. Yeah. As literally. they say. Yeah. And Andy Bellin wrote it. 
our friend, our friend and poker buddy Andrew, Andy Andy, Bellin wrote Andy it. Angie Bellin, yeah, wrote this thing, yeah, and I can't wait for this. This is going to be a lot of fun. The trailer is amazing. Yeah, it's good. I have. I hear it's good. I haven't. I'm seeing it. I was supposed to see it uh, uh, this week, but uh, not one, but two of my agents got sick and couldn't go. So, is that yeah. how how many agents? Do you I, have? I, I lost count at like nine. Is that right? Can no, you feel? Not, can you feel the true. team? Can you feel the team? With the, with I have the two main agents I work with, okay. and then uh, two, three others that occasionally uh, mm-hmm. chime in. He's got voice, commercial, tele. You, know, you, got, you got it all. Yeah, the, I got a, I've got an agent just in charge of getting hosed down, <laughs> and you'll well, be the, hearing from. Is him. that right? Yeah, because I went around. Is it a he or she? It's a he. The, the he. I only trust I w- that to a man. I went around him and yeah. went directly to the talent That's when no, I asked no. about getting hosed down, That's which no, in no. this business, it's very difficult. Uh-uh. You can't, I mean, have lunch in no, this town yeah. again after something like that. Exactly. So what? what is the update on Brockmar? What do you got for me here now? I'll tell you what, Rich Eisen. It's been a roller coaster ride, and not all of it has been fun. <laughs> trying to get this movie on. Trying to get Brockmar out of the silver screen. Why is it the silver screen? Why isn't it like the golden screen of the... I think back in the day it was the brown screen, and yes, uh, now it's the silver screen. But um, we're hopefully mm-hmm. going to be shooting this uh, fall. Was that an email in regards to the? That wasn't in me. Regards to, I'm on silent. Are you on silent? Are you yeah. on stun? That, was, that, was, that could have been was, me. Wasn't me. All right. That, yeah, that's normally a five dollar fine for one of us. But, but you know, we because I know that I know things are are happening. Things are bubbling. Right. It, it literally is like. Uh, a director's in, he's out. Another guy's in, he's out. Finally, got a great guy we love who's in. Then an actress is in. Then she's out for various reasons. And you're, but the script is set, correct? You so like it's the pretty set. You know, the, the things, these things get worked on right up until the day. And, and it's a funnier die production. Funny or die. <laughs> and by the way, this is. Uh, in a, I'm going to announce this here as Brockmeyer. Okay, please. This is going to be literally funny or die. <laughs> so, if the movie's not funny, we're all going to kill ourselves. Is that right? Yeah, we're That's, all going to die. The stakes are high. <laughs> Very high. I prefer. I told it was a roller coaster ride. I wasn't kidding. Is, uh, is Joel Church, Church, Church Cooper involved? Well, is that's that? easy for you to say. Yes. <laughs> why is Why is Billy Bibbit your technician? <laughs> well, we have referred to him as our latex salesman. He's our right. latex salesman. Right. 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 Well, no, I mean he's helped us out obviously in the past. Yes, he has. He, right. he has. It was yes, it was written by Joel Church Cooper, Billy. And uh, good luck with your medication <laughs> and you. say hi to. Sahada McMurphy for oh, me. Oh man, <laughs> I think you, I think the cuckoo's nest reference goes over his head right no, there. I, I, Did you nurse, get that one? Yeah, I know Nurse Ratchet. One flew over the cuckoo's nest. Okay, okay, very good. Okay. I probably should have gone with Stuttering John to be more current. Even that's old. <laughs> yeah, even that is old. That is. If old. If you're going to mock me, can you do it in a, in a poo voice for me at least? I uh, good. Yes. You are a stuttering fool, my friend. <laughs> There we go. I'm, I speak I, English better than you, and I only learned like a couple of years I'm ago. I'm partial to Chief Wiggum. That's just me. Oh, this is not a greatest hits thing. Chief Wiggum thought he said that just fine. <laughs> <laughs> he, he speaks better than my son, Ralphie. <laughs> oh, uh, anyway, yeah, yes. Blackmire hopefully will be happening. Stay tuned. Okay. But, uh, Can you give us any, any hints as to the plot? Of this film, or you want to? Are we under wraps here? No, no we, it's, <laughs> nobody cares. I can <laughs> say whatever I want. <laughs> People care. It's I mean, the joys of working outside a studio. Yes. nobody's going to get upset with me. Right. Uh, it starts basically with the premise of the short house, which is is a guy has a major meltdown on the air yes. and, and loses his job because mm-hmm. he's caught his wife cheating and and flips out. And then we catch up with in his life. In flagrante li- delicto. Flagrante delicto. Which is, by the way, in a slick fielding second base. Exactly. Right. Batted 279 with the Dominican League. Here's delicto. <laughs> uh, 
yeah, and then we follow his life after that, his attempt to redeem himself. Okay. It's, and Joel did write it. Yes. And Joel Church Cooper, who... Uh, Nails the voice. Absolutely. Yeah, he writes I mean, it better than that, I do. It, the stuff that he put together for you, for us. Yeah, so good. Still the best line, I believe, <laughs> uh, and I've said this to you many times, was, was, it was Tim Tebow. Yeah. You know, he's Ray got Lewis. all the fiery leadership abilities of Ray Lewis and throwing ability of... Ray, Ray Lewis. Lewis. Yes, he does. That's true. <laughs> words were never spoken. I, mean, I, I, like I think the, Ray actually throws a little bit better than people. <laughs> I like the Bourbon Street strumpet, and she'd never even been to New Orleans. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. There, there were so many good ones that we had to edit. Well, down the one. Well, the one that we did. Color. The the one of David Nelson, the Bills receiver. Oh, yeah. Whose girlfriend was a Cowboys cheerleader. <laughs> All right. What did we say about he that? Just, he says, let me give you a little tip. <laughs> never, never give them your never balls. Volunteer, <laughs> never volunteer <laughs> your balls right. to yeah. a woman. Right. <laughs> yeah. Let me give you a little hint. Couldn't get that by the NFL powers that be. No, I think we? we did. Did we slip that one past the goalie? I can't remember. I think that we had to. We had to bleep out. We'll we'll see if this. Because what I hear is that. Roger Goodell personally looks at these. <laughs> he does. Makes comments. He does. That's how hands on he is yes. as a commissioner. Yes. Well, this is exciting. I, I'm, this is this is good. This yeah, is it's good. great. So we'll you, see if we can it? pull it off. Right. If we, if it's going to happen, it'll be announced like officially in the next like few weeks. Okay. And, uh, or and, it won't. Or <laughs> yeah. it will be funny or, 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 die. or die Yeah, in that regard. Yeah. Where where do you stand on the, on your beloved J-E-T-S right now, Hank? Where do you stand? Do Let's let's put it this way. Yeah. Is Sanchez a viable quarterback in the Jets fan base anymore? Uh, do you mean Gary Sanchez, Will Ferrell's comedy partner? Yeah, because was, I think he has a better shot. <laughs> That's the Sanchez to whom That's I refer. It's really about? odd you that the you would guess that. You mean the dirty Sanchez that the kids talk about sometimes? <laughs> um, no, the because that has that concept of a dirty Sanchez has a better chance of quarterbacking the New York Jets to victory. Yeah, you no, think? he's not a, a viable. I, look, here's the fairest thing you could say about him. Mm-hmm. He did fairly well when they had an amazing team around him. He did. He did in a. I guess even would you put him ahead of how? You say he performed better than Dilfer performed when he won it. Well, I mean, Dilfer won it all. You know, I know and, but and, 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 and he made and, no mistakes, Dilfer, right? No, but I think I know what you're, you're to to what you're referring is that he had the he had a well, nobody had, the Jets clearly had a good defense, but not two thousand Ravens type defense. I don't want anybody out there to but think they that, had a that, great that's, defense. that's what you're referring. It to. was in the same ballpark. It was. As that it was. It was. Let's put it maybe area code. You know what I all mean? Right. Like, but they. They had the defense and the running game. That's when Sean Green was performing well in the, in the playoffs. In the playoffs and, yeah. But Sanchez would make throws. He definitely he would did. make throws. And he made clutch throws. He did. He did. I mean, he made throws, and Braylon Edwards was going deep and yeah. and and catching footballs. I mean, it was working. It was clicking. And then when the defense wasn't as good... And the running game disappeared, yeah. and the line wasn't as good. He, Sanchez could not and has not had the ability of just saying, you know what, I'm going to put the, this on my shoulders in the same manner as, let's say, his New York counterpart, Eli Manning. Right. I mean, Eli, it doesn't matter who he's throwing the ball to, right? I mean, the, it it's doesn't matter. how much that's true. Right, and 
it, it he, it's musical tight ends for Eli Manning. Yeah, and it, receivers. It, and, and receivers. And yeah. Victor Cruz is now a $40 million receiver. I'm not... He's got talent, but it helps but to also, have a, a guys hall- like Manningham and haven't performed as well. Nick's Manningham, yeah. Ramsey's Barden. It just seems like hey, Ramsey's Barden had a 140 yard night again right? on our air yeah. last year. All of Isn't Ramsey's said- Barden a BBC series about <laughs> about the uh, the people who live upstairs and downstairs? Uh, no, no, no. That, well, that's Ra- down Nabby. Ramsey's, Ra- Ramsey's Barden, I believe, is the one where Idris Elba plays Ramsey <laughs> Barden. I think you're right. Well, that's that Luther. That's Luther. Yeah, that's on the, the, the wire. All right. So anyway, the, back to the Jets, which is sad. Uh, but I mean, bottom line is, it looks like as we're currently sitting here, Hank. Yeah. Mere days before Smurfs Two hits the silver screen, <laughs> and Lovelace, and Lovelace. Yeah. That that it's going to be Sanchez Week One against Tampa. Oh yeah. Well, no one's arguing that, unless Geno Smith somehow, some way, no, that's not outperforms happen. in the preseason. I don't see that happening. No, I doubt it. We'll see. It's just he's coming. Just Sanchez coming year. back, man. We're just waiting. This is the year where Rex is going to be funny or die, <laughs> right? And um, probably both. He'll probably be funny and die. <laughs> yes, and, right. And uh, and then we're going to have to see what happens after that. But this is just like a lame duck, horrible year. Dude, the Jets, you... the Mets. Oh, your Mets. Don't talk. Don't get me started on how upset I am that the Knicks re-signed J.R. Smith. Don't even get me started on that. Well, they got run our test. Yeah, uh, that's great. Actually, that's. That's at least a decent gamble. I mean, that that's I can see that maybe could work. And they got the Hardaway kid. Maybe that'll be a good hey, pickup. You know, I'm biased because he's a yeah. Michigan guy. He's really good. Uh, my buddy tweeted out that he always thought that the Knicks that we would see world peace before oh, yeah. the Knicks championship, and now we have <laughs> yeah, we're actually both. seen that. Uh, you know, uh, but I, I'm so bummed that Chris Copeland's gone too. I love that guy, mm. especially to Indiana. I know we're here talking about football. But, no, it's um, okay. This uh, is a sports program, Hank. Oh, good, good. Because it seems like you're thoroughly resigned to the Jets being 5-11 <laughs> well, and 11 and Sanchez that's generous. Not, not performing anywhere close to what we need to see. No, I mean, how, what I mean, you, how about this? That, this that we're already hearing that Geno Smith might be used as a change of pace quarterback. Yeah, well. That, and, and maybe they actually would do it this year as opposed to saying they would do it. Maybe they would actually have a package for well, they, this quarterback. They utilized Tim Tebow so well. Oh, my Lord. Uh, Which who's their new offensive coordinator? Oh, his name is Marty Morningweg. And, and just so you know, yeah. <laughs> it's not Morningweg. It's, it's Morningweg. There's an H in there. Oh, yeah? That's silent. But don't get tripped up. All right. You know what I mean? Hornenweg. Hornenweg. Yes. It's not spelled the way you'd expect it to be, Hank. Uh, that's, thanks for that information. <laughs> no, I know. And, um, I know. You're all about how, the syntax. Hornenweg. You're all about the syntax. Um, it's fun to say. I feel he should, be, he should always be announced as a, Adam West should always announce him. <laughs> Here he is, Marty. Hornenweg. Batman? <laughs> yes. Yeah, good. Very good. Yeah. Stuttering John. <laughs> uh, the, uh, the reason I brought up Jr. and... Mm-hmm. It's just the Jets met. You know how it's being a Jets Mets Knicks fan. It's not easy right now. It's so miserable. Well, and Jets it all Mets just melts right into one big blue, orange, and green horror show. <laughs> you know, it's just like it's, it's close to primary colors at least. You there know. was a while there where I really, especially in the Isaiah years, mm-hmm. where I believed that the if the Mets and Knicks just change, just swapped. Just the Mets put on Knicks uniforms and played basketball, right. and the Knicks put on baseball mm-hmm. uniforms and played baseball. 
they couldn't possibly do any worse than they were doing. Right. And, and also nobody would notice. Mm-hmm. That was my theory. <laughs> and you could get away with that for quite a while. <laughs> Oh, man. I I, want to ask you these two questions, and and you tell me if you're comfortable. Can you tell us the story from Heat? Can you tell that story Uh, on this podcast? Can you tell that story of you doing the scene with Al Pacino and Heat? Yeah, I I could probably tell about 83% of it. Can you tell the 83% Yeah, I can. Yeah, I can tell that. You're in the film Heat. Um, I think I've told it elsewhere. I think you have, Uh, but this is... This is many people have seen this film, obviously. Yes, it's seen a, the it's scene a classic, in, which, in which you're you're in with Pacino, with Al Pacino. Yeah, right. Will you please tell the story of, of sure, that scene? Sure, sure, Richard. I'll tell that story. <laughs> um, very excited doing a scene with Al Pacino where he's interrogating me in the movie Heat. Of course. A uh, little, uh, little um, uh, tidbit mm-hmm. uh, trivia sideline here. It yes. was both our. We both have the same birthday, April twenty fifth. Hey. And it was uh, it was our birthday. Okay. And I remember this. It was my 30th birthday, and I actually shot 24 hours this day. I shot all night on heat, and then I went and shot all day on the birdcage the next day. Oh, but that, fantastic. So that's wow. kind of an amazing so you went fact, from, Richard. You went wow. from that to being Agador Spartacus? I did. Okay. What a birthday. <laughs> it was a crazy 30th birthday. So there I'm doing the scene with Al, and he's amazing. And... Uh, um, He's, you know, he's, with, with Michael Mann who directed it, if you do one take, you do like 90. You do a lot of takes of things, and it leaves a lot of room for Al to play around and improvise and go crazy. And I was very, if I, if I were to do that scene now, mm-hmm. as an experienced veteran actor, I would just kind of <laughs> keep up with Al and improvise with him, but I was nervous. and He's Al Pacino. You're I 30. I didn't want to step on anybody's toes. The sure. directors, the writers were Al's, and it's like, I, I, I I, I, I said to Michael Mann, should I, should I, you know, be batting the ball back with Al? And he was, he thought about it for a second and went, nah, just, just say what's written. Let Al, let Al do it. And, um, so I'm not improvising at all. I'm just kind of sticking to the script while Al mm-hmm. kind of does his thing. Um, and, uh, so Al has a line. I say to Al, oh, why'd I get mixed up with this stupid bitch? Which is kind of a rhetorical question. Mm-hmm. And Al answers, his character answers, because she's got a great ass, and mm-hmm. you've got your head all the way up it. And on most takes, he would just say that. But on a certain take, and you might want to adjust the volume here, <laughs> stuttering John. <laughs> on, uh, on one of the takes, Al just right in my face went like this. Because she's got a great ass, and you got your head all the way up it. Which scared the Jesus out of me. It scared the Jesus. It's amazing. Literally, though, right? I, I mean, it terrified me. Not. I don't mean terrified my character in the movie. I mean terrified me. Thirty-year-old, thirty-year-old Hank Azaria. I was frightened, and uh, not acting at all. I went, Jesus. I said Jesus, which is not scripted. And uh, Al improvised off of that. He went, I'm sorry. Something happens to me when I think about a woman's ass or whatever he said after that. <laughs> and, of course, the one line that I ad-libbed that entire night made it into the film. It made it in. Yes, because I wasn't acting at all. I was so just when respond- people watch Heat and hear you say... Yes. You'll see Al scream that line and you'll see me. I'm off camera, but you'll hear me say, Jesus. <laughs> I'm watching is- it right now. <laughs> and the reaction on your face is... Right. Well, your expression is natural, right? Well, you, you, don't, you don't see me say Jesus. You just right. hear it. Right. But the, the expression when he says... Oh, then, well, they then when they cut way. back to me, right. I am absolutely... Look, I don't know which take out of the 94,000 we shot they used, <laughs> but I am... I'm probably... It's one where I am genuinely terrified about. Yeah. 
Oh, it's one of my favorites. And and um, can you tell the mystery Alaska story? I cannot. You cannot no. tell that story. <laughs> no. Okay. No. No. Next. <laughs> Next. Oh. What is the context behind that? I, story? I don't want to say. I'm not going to go. No, uh, I, I really. I, I have, can't. It's to be too talking out of school. There's other people who'd be angry at me okay. if I did. I don't want to do that. Uh, That's why I, I need I know, to. It's good stuff. I wish I. I hate that I can't. Yeah, that is truly one of my all-time favorites. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Let me just go through the. Let me process go through the, the DNA of it go and see if I can tell any portion of it. <laughs> no, I, I can't. You can't share. No, no, no. What, anything from the birdcage? Anything from that set that you recall that's a good story? Oh, yeah, Mystery, Mystery Alaska. Yeah, Mystery Alaska was a good cast. <laughs> it's a, hockey, yeah, it was a, good cast. It's a great yeah, movie. It was, you know, it was a good cast. Up good there cast. in Canada, right? You lived there for, for weeks. Up in, uh, yeah, the Canadian Rockies. Banff. Banff. There's we two were, F's in that, by I the way. Know. We and were there one for and one H in Morningweg. Uh, there's a lot of <laughs> more, or two 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 morning, two, two morning, wag you. Uh, you know there's no it's 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 it the h by the way is in between the w and the eg at the end wag. Yeah. yeah it's morn it's still good morn hinwag right hinwag yeah that's where the h is my bad yeah what's sad is so this is going to be the most interesting analysis we do of the jets all season <laughs> <laughs> there's a silent H in the that. H there's a silent H in that offense. <laughs> you know, it's a it's a offense. It's the New York Jets. <laughs> it's right exactly. It's the silent H. J H E T S. That's the, well, with no, without Fireman Ed in the stadium now to help you spell. But he I quit, mean, didn't he? He quit. I'm with him. I I just, no, no, they're trying to get him back. No, but Fireman Ed is done. He, he deleted I'm, his Twitter account. I'm spiritually after with, the butt. I think Ed. the butt fumble was the last straw. Yeah, he quit right after the butt. Fumble. Can you after blame the him? butt fumble? He deleted his Twitter account and was finished. Because what's so? Uh, you know, I want to go. On, well, no, never mind. You can't I don't say. Get in trouble about things. But what's what's so is you don't you don't see unless the ownership changes for both the Jets mm-hmm. and the Mets. You mm-hmm. don't see much uh, changing. Well, the Will Ponds, right, yeah. are, are are your Mets. Well, they got in. You know, they had an unfortunate thing happen with the Madoff thing. Yes, indeed. And now they well, did you mostly, see, but then did now you all see, us Mets fans too are suffering. Did you see the, who the the sixth highest paid player on the current Mets payroll is? It's incredible. It's incredible. Sixth highest paid player. There are five Mets. Only five current Mets are paid more than this guy. Right now in 2013, so it's obviously somebody ridiculous. Correct, Lilow. You will never, you will never guess. Right. I will just say it to you, Bobby Bonilla. Oh, they're still paying Bonilla. Yes, sir, they are. In in in. Now, what was that? And the thirteenth highest paid is Brett Saberhagen. <laughs> <laughs> what was that deal? I don't know. And by so the way, here's a deal I want to make. You, it's Bobby. an odd year. Wasn't he always good in odd years? <laughs> yeah, Saberhagen. It's, it's an odd year. Now, Bonilla probably will do better than... Uh, I think he's having a better season than... Where's Jason Bay now? Is he's he in, in Seattle. He's in Seattle. Yeah. He's having a better season well, than Jason Bay. Okay. But there's a, here's a deal, Bobby. If we stink through the year <laughs> 98, we'll pay you forever. That Was that the deal they made? <laughs> that was, by the way... He's making a million dollars, I don't know. Right? I don't know how they codified that in the contract. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's what it's word for word. But yeah, they, they deferred payments... Uh, right. That started in 2004. Right. That his current deferred payment in 2013 makes him the See, sixth only, highest current paid Mets. Only teams like the Mets and Jets and do something Knicks like that. Do things like this. Nobody else does this stuff. Mm-hmm. Nobody else does circus like this. A crazy financial. I guess not. Circus. Yeah, but at least the Jets. I mean, they're not. They're not paying Ken O'Brien right now. <laughs> you know, at least but you did got you that. Did you see the 30 for 30 you. on Elway to Marino? Did I heard it was that? spectacular. I heard it was great. Uh, you know what you forget out of all that, mm-hmm. uh, which I really forgot? Ken O'Brien wasn't a bad quarterback. Yeah. 
Not a bad quarterback. Pick, from UC picked higher Davis. than Marino, right? Yeah, um, yes. he was a lot higher. Yeah. Oh yes. Um, when you look at it in terms of that, but that, but that, didn't, ridiculous. Ridiculous. that, that didn't affect that didn't affect Jets history at all. Well, I, of Ken course. Over but listen, San Marino. Uh, Twenty-five other teams also that messed they it, that did. up. I mean, so which I forgot too, but. It's, so it's not quite as bad as it remains in the memory of Jet fans. How about Ken, Ken O'Brien was not a horrible quarterback. No, he was means. not. No, and, and the O'Brien versus Marino, what was that, 51-45 Jets-Dolphins game, I think that right, happened right. in the 80s. O'Brien saved his best games for Marino he did. for some reason. Well, and, and vice versa. Oh, yeah. I don't remember. <laughs> oh, I blocked Marino, that part out. Marino loved Loved, loved. Well, that guy, he, all of it. it he actually, loved you know, how low he went Jets. in the draft really did affect his. It gave him a chip on his shoulder that he kind no of question. needed, and he is. He just, was re- loaded for bear when he hit. The he NFL. was one of the quarterbacks at this. Uh, remember a couple of years ago, they asked you to play in this thing, but you couldn't make it. The one like in Malibu, the, the they, touch flag yes, football game, the flag football game. Yeah, in, uh, in Malibu, that was. They just had one in San Diego on the deck of an aircraft carrier. It was mm-hmm. sick. Marino was one of the quarterbacks, throwing to Jerry Rice, by the way. Yeah. And Marino was doing the licking yeah. his fingertips thing, and he, it was— He was throwing darts because the other guys like, weren't. It was as if it was 1984. Oh, that must have been fun. And it was, oh, it was incredible. And his first pass was to Jerry Rice. <laughs> and it was great, too, just seeing you know Rod Woodson and Derek Brooks on defense. At one point, I believe Marino threaded the needle on him. To throw it to Jerry Rice, and 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 uh, Woodson thought that that uh, Derek Brooks was going to take the outside, and he was going to take the inside. Right. And Derek jumped the wrong way. Rice scores a touchdown, <laughs> and this flag football game. Yeah, on a deck of an aircraft carrier, Rod Woodson went up to Derek Brooks and shoved him in the chest. And started like telling him where he should be going on defense. Derek Brooks, it's, it's, with a separated shoulder with, that he separated the day, the day before, before. <laughs> yeah. and said, "I still wanted to play." Yeah, because I saw him separate. Well, you know why wow. Derek Brooks wanted to, it, he? They they gave away a car to the MVP of the game. <laughs> oh, really? And Derek Brooks said, or, "You know, asked the NFL people asked you, you still want to play tomorrow?" He goes, "They're giving away a car to the MVP, right?" He says, "Yeah." And he goes, oh, "I'll play." <laughs> it was Who won the car? Uh, I can't. We can't it say because oh, it hasn't aired yet. It is, oh, okay. It but it really. Oh, so you know how I feel about the Mystery Alaska thing. Man. Well, I mean, I, I, you know, I don't want to spoil it, <laughs> but that is one of that is that that could be of all the stories that I've heard you tell. Oh no, that that's it's obnoxious. There. We should edit this out because it's annoying to tease it. No, and not it's say, not. I don't care about. But that. Uh, it is a ridiculous. It uh, is great. I, Do you I, have any stories from the birdcage? You have any of those? No, not really. Because you were, no. you were, you were. I mean, did you realize at the time what you had? No. What, I would wake up in the middle of the night and sort of sh- sit up in bed in a panic like, what what the hell am I doing? <laughs> you know, my ass is literally out there yes. for America to see. And right. The only thing that I really remember from that was it was, you know, it's one of the few comedic performances that Gene Hackman got to do. Yes. Like that and Young Frankenstein and maybe, oh, oh Lex Luthor was pretty darn funny. That's true. Uh, but... Um, he, he was, had, he's just, he's the best. He's amazing. But was he's, he inti- he's like 6'5". He's, he's, he's a big guy, and he's very intimidating, and he's a, he's a pretty serious guy. He suffers no fools, you know, and, mm-hmm. and uh, he's a genuine tough guy, like genuinely. Like he's one of the, you know, he's not a, an actor tough guy. He's like a, he'll actually throw down in a bar tough guy. Mm-hmm. And, and um, he's got kind of a, he, he um. <laughs> He, he sort of, after about two weeks, 
I would say I ran out of small talk to make with him. <laughs> you know what I mean? I just didn't have much to say to him. Yeah. And we had a lot of times where we had to be standing next to each other. And there is Gene Hackman and me as like this little uh, guy in a little in a bra and panties. And I'm like, hi, Gene. How you doing, baby? But then even that joking around gets not funny after about 20 minutes. Right, yeah. So there I am just like I'm dressed as a woman hanging out with Gene Hackman all day. Did you and, ask if he picked his feet in Poughkeepsie in that, I mean, in that voice? I, well, I mean, the things you get used to on a movie set, it's just so crazy. And, and so I get so nervous around him. Because there I am, dressed as a girl, basically, and and uh, and there's Gene, you know, and I don't know what to And you know how, like, when Jerry Lewis in his old movies, they do bits where just if somebody was staring at Jerry, he'd mm -hmm. get nervous and, mm -hmm. and start doing crazy things? Sure. That's like what happened to me. Like, I just being there with Gene... Uh, like Woody just, Allen in, in 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 movies where he would just get uncomfortable exactly. just sitting there. And I start like performing accidental physical comedy <laughs> that I didn't mean just because Gene was kind of just sitting there staring yeah, at me. Yeah. And I'd be start start falling over things and I just remember that dynamic on the set. I was at a super the the Patriots Eagles Super Bowl which was, was 2004, 2004 if you want to yeah, correct yeah, that yeah. in the previous podcast you said 06. And people catch that sort of stuff on Twitter. But anyway, it was the 04 Patriots Eagles in Jacksonville, Florida. Jacksonville, yeah. Florida. And uh, I'm at an event, and it's just the normal run-of-the-mill Super Bowl event in a restaurant. It was a closed thing. I was an MC for for the event. In walks Jack Del Rio, current co the, at the time coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars, yeah. his wife, and Mr. and Mrs. Gene Hackman. Really? Like, of the last person you would expect to walk in yeah. in Jacksonville, Florida yeah. at a Super Bowl event, Gene Hackman. And I'm of the I'm of the mindset I will always go up to people that I admire or I'm a fan of. I don't care if I make an ass of myself. I try to be genuine. Right. I don't go up to them when they're eating or on a phone. I don't. Right. I wait till a quiet moment. You never extended me that courtesy, Richard. It's Hazard, odd. But that's it's wrong. odd. You know. Yeah. Well, I I do remember where you know where we did first meet was at the whole nine yards yeah. whole nine yards premiere premiere right years yeah, and years and years ago. Yeah. But anyway, long story short, I I went up to him. Yeah. And I was just a huge fan, and he watched NFL Network every day at the time. Oh, really? Which was just a yeah, he's huge a big sports freaking throw. I called yeah. Susie, called my wife like right away, and he wanted to talk football. Oh, yeah. That must have been a thrill. Oh, it was incredible. For like five minutes, and then I had the small talk issue, like you, where oh, it's just yeah. like now I've, I've run out of things to say, and I basically said, just thank you. And, and I walked away. I've had that a lot know? in my life, because I get to meet a lot of major actors. and mm -hmm. Clint Eastwood was at a thing I was at, and I told a story that he, he liked mm -hmm. as part of the evening. And he came up and said, you know, I liked your story. And I was like, oh, thank you. And the, But that was about all I had. And then it was a really <laughs> bad 10 seconds where I got to, well, I admire your work very, very much, Mr. Cleesewood. Cleesewood, by the way. Cleesewood. Cleesewood? I think I actually said Mr. Cleesewood. <laughs> did you? No, I did. I just said that right now. Oh, okay. Because Chris is rubbing off on me. Stuttering John back here. <laughs> Good Lord, I'm never living this one. Um, yeah, you know, I that's mean, that's like I tell you this. Also, Robert Redford. Uh, the I had the. I don't know. I'm like I'm like Bobby Bittman all of a sudden <laughs> telling stories. That's great. But uh, I, 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 Robert Redford uh, directed Quiz Show movie. I was of in course. one of my first uh, movies. Love that movie. He's a really good guy, Robert Redford. A really down to earth, nice guy, and he insists that you call him Bob. And I really had a hard time with that at first. Um, he says, Pl call, me yeah, Bob? call me Bob. Call me Bob. He's, he's, he's Bob. He's Bob Redford. Yeah, so <laughs> you don't, that's how, that, I mean, that's who he is. I he's guess Bob. Yeah, he's Bob Redford. I mean, you're rich, he's Bob. Mm -hmm. And so uh, 
I had a hard. I had so much respect and reverence for the guy that I had um, a lot a hard time doing that. So I would. I had to. I, uh, Mr. Red Bob. I called him Mr. Red Bob for about <laughs> the first three weeks. <laughs> Mr. Red Bob. Bob. Yeah. Bob. Uh, it's hard to. I, I get, get like get really uh, of reverential to these guys. Why not? And you don't know who's going to hit you that way. Like um, I went to the like when I first moved out here, I, I was dating a girl who was like doing a dance number at the Oscars. So I went to the Oscars. Mm-hmm. It was the year that Dustin Hoffman won for Rain Man. That's how long ago. Oh, wow. 84, right? Yes. I, no, it was 80, late, 88. Why even try? Later than Why that? even take a stab like that? Because I moved here you didn't 86. Even, you're an Eagles fan. You couldn't even remember the year that your team There's last went to the Super Bowl. 88, 88, right? Yeah, 88. All right. And uh, so every, literally every star in Hollywood was there. And that was back when the, you know, the aging stars were from you know, yesteryear back then. Sure. And so I'm seeing these people come in. Like and Jimmy Stewart? Like you're talking exactly. about like that sort of but thing? But you know who I, I, this man walked in and I lost my mind. Okay. Vincent Price. Okay. You know what I mean? Did you, what did you, you do? Did you go me, Brady Bunch on him right off the bat or something? <laughs> What'd you no, do? I didn't do it. I just saw him from like, he, walked, he passed the aisle right by me. Uh-huh. And I just saw him. And uh, you don't know, if you asked me before that, mm-hmm. if, do you love Jim Vincent Price? Would you freak out if I said, no, I don't, I don't right. like him, but I, I, real, I think more than any other celebrity I've ever seen, I really? lost it. Yeah, I Vincent d- Price? I, uh, destroyed me. I think because wow. every Saturday morning, I don't know, it's so, it was so in my DNA. So sure. In, it, he's such an archetype to me that I didn't even realize that he was. He was, was he Egghead? He was. He was Egghead, Egghead in yes. Bat. He was a, that's his, that was his Batman villain. He was Egghead, right? Batman, King yeah. Tut was Victor Buono, right? <laughs> Victor, who was Bu- also Mr. Lovelace, the landlord of Oscar <laughs> Felix. <laughs> Bringing it all full <laughs> Can I ask you a question? Bring <laughs> half a chicken. If you, it, I don't know, can you? I don't know. I might not be able to get a <laughs> Wow, that's such a fifth grade thing. There. Whatever, whatever you guys hear your voices back, it doesn't really sound like how you interpret yourself. And obviously, yeah. you do voices. And you do them incredibly well. How do you how do you test a voice or know if it's something that you want to use or come up with a new voice? Are you recording it and then listen listening back to it or? That's a good question. What are you What are you doing? Uh, that I think after you get practiced at that, that after years and years, you sort of do know what you sound like. But at first, I didn't. But it, that's like a a weird byproduct of doing voiceovers and different voices. Like you 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 hear yourself back so much, and then you kind of remember what sounds you were making. And you, you do get to know pretty well what you're doing. So, like. like when you do Mo, you know you're getting Mo and not Wiggum or Crossing. Oh, like yeah. You, you can tell the distinct difference when you're hearing it when, back. When I'm so going for like a Mo. real impression, like, you know, I do uh, I do Johnny Carson. Mm-hmm. And I had to work at that. Mm-hmm. At first it wasn't, and I'm a lot of practice, so mm-hmm. it, it might not, not be so great now. <laughs> but I had, to work, like, I had to work at that one. And he it, came on The Simpsons once, right? Didn't he? He did. So that one I'd like kind of listen to myself. There's certain ones like you try to, certain accents. Like I had to do a Polish accent for a part, and I found that really hard. I had to yeah. work like for a couple of months. Getting a French accent down specifically took a few weeks. I find it fascinating because I just, when you hear yourself back, you're always like, oh, I sound way different than I think. And, yeah. then, and then to be doing, to be able to rip off 15 different voices and then recall them all and how you have to talk in that manner to get to that voice is... And I'm, I'm a savant in my own way. You I, are. I really well, am. But, but, but characters, you, you also test them out on your, on your friends. Oh, yes. A lot of times at poker that's, night. That's where you... Jim Brockmeyer, right? I think... Uh, well, I've been doing him since I was like probably 10 or 12 years old yes. in one form or another. <laughs> yes. I used, you know what? I used to like to imitate odd announcers. Like, I was obsessed with Don Crickey for a while. Don Crickey? I was. He's an all-timer. He is. 
And I used to, he, if you notice, Don Crickey, he doesn't do as much anymore, but he used to back in the 80s and 90s. He would announce who he was much too often. But he mean? would like say things, and that, that's what we're doing today. I'm Don Crickey. <laughs> he would say, I'm Don Crickey a lot. And that really killed me. <laughs> I am Don Crickey was yeah, the working title for... Uh, my friends and I would say things and then throw in I'm Don Crickey for no reason. <laughs> I'll have a BLT and a, a bowl of pea soup, please. I'm Don Crickey. <laughs> we also... Uh, Harry Callis I was obsessed with. Oh, oh. Harry Callis is an all-time voice. <laughs> I love Harry Callis. I used to like to... Uh, when he took Harry over for John Callis. Facenda... Yep. Uh, I used to say to people a lot for yeah. no reason that... <laughs> Starback launched an aerial attack that stunned the slumping cardinals. <laughs> That's it? Yeah. That, I, that was my go-to. Starback. Launched an aerial attack. The St. Louis Cardinals. Yes, at the time. Stunned the slumping cardinals. <laughs> Loved HK. HK, yeah, from Philadelphia. Yeah. Um, and um, I, I, not to just press the button and make you do a voice, but I have to do this right now. The Nason X pervert. Is one that rarely gets out there. That's you, a you rare. Did this on, that's that's, that's you, esoteric. This is this is the Nason X pervert, which is well. If you notice, he sounds pretty much a lot like Carl from The Simpsons. Yeah, yeah. But his nose is stuffed. Nose is he so needs Nason X. Yeah, and he says things to you about your wife. Well, yeah, and, he'll, he's indirectly uh, perverse. <laughs> like you'd say, like, "Hey, Rich, uh, how's Susie? How's your wife, Susie, doing? Is no, she she's doing great. She's yeah." Great. Well, she cleans the house. Does she wear she wears shoes? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, she wears shoes. Yeah, yeah, she wears shoes. Yeah, what kind? Uh, sometimes like a loafer could yeah. be open toe. Even when she's like bending over to reach hard to reach areas. <laughs> <laughs> yes, especially uh, she great. needs to get you know the proper footing yeah. to do that. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> she like, let me. Does she like? Uh, she like different deli salads, like tuna salad, egg salad. Yes, she does. Yeah. Actually, yeah, the t- yeah. The, uh, tuna more than egg. Yeah, yeah. Does yeah. she like like would she like to make mounds out of? Them? <laughs> <laughs> like, the next next pervert. <laughs> He's indirectly perverse. That's my favorite. Yeah. Oh, um, Hank, this is fun, man. I know you got a you got so much going on. Oh, uh, do you uh, anything else you want to promote? You got everything else? Something coming up? I'd this like to promote f- shows I'm not on. That would be could. great. Uh, <laughs> I like Downton Abbey a lot. Yeah, you do? Yeah, I'm finally catching up them? on Breaking Bad. I'm through season two. Now, be careful when you're, because I'm, you know, it's coming up soon. Man. A lot of people forget that there has been already half of season five that's aired. I have. Oh, I'm, I'm just, I'm only through the end of season two. I oh. know. But when you yeah. get, when you get through season three and season four. Yeah. I know a lot of people who see that you know season five of this final season of Breaking Bad is coming up, that it's the second half of season five. And there's a lot of people who have just watched four seasons and think, I'm ready. Oh, Yes, be careful. Oh, thank you. That's a good tip. Be I'd careful out there. Because, uh, that would really suck. But you have a lot to go. And it gets so much better. Well, it's unbelievable. I think it's the so best television show ever made. That's you know opinion. what? I have, said, I have said this. Because best non-pay TV... Best sort of over the air show. Well, you, what you, what do you like better, The Wire? I don't know. I mean, you can't for The Wire and The Sopranos. You can't. You know, uh, sadly, I've only ever seen the first season of The Sopranos. Some days oh, I have to ca- some have to catch up on Lord, all the rest. Lord, I only ever saw season one. I, I mean, you can't be. But The Wire, as I know you've seen, yeah, amazing. we've had these discussions. Just the sprawling nature of that. I like Breaking Bad better than The Wire. I'm not. I I, I, would I will not. Nod, I can't right argue right. with you on that. 
Breaking Bad, but in terms of because they don't have Breaking Bad has the constructs of you know no nudity and you do hear the S word on occasion, but you know the you can't go full gore, blood, yeah. guts, and uh, like an HBO or a Showtime series, right? So within that construct, in those constraints, it is the best show. I think. Oh, it's amazing. Do you, watch, do you watch Game of Thrones? I think. Oh yeah, I love Game of Thrones. Current on current on Game of Thrones. You're up to speed there. I think the end of season two of Breaking Bad, which you still haven't seen. Yet, have you seen this? No, I've seen the end of season oh, yeah, two. The, this, the uh, title it's called One Minute, I think. Mm-hmm. It, where, where Hank? Wait, wait, wait! Uh, don't it, you don't confuse it with season three and spoil my yeah. ass over here. Because the end of season two, stop. season two ends with, you know, Kristen. Poor Kristen Ritter has he, he he's let her asphyxiate. He's, mm-hmm. he's basically committed a, a murder, kind of right. And then the, the plane crash happens. Yeah. Got it. So that's, that's it. season two. That's I, it. I might be on season three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So don't go it's, anymore. It's one of the greatest it's true. episodes of It's TV great. History. It gets better. And Cranston, I oh mean. Oh, my God. You know him, right? Have you met A little him? bit, yeah. yeah. Just what he's done in his career from. It, he's so good on that show that if he were nominated for an Oscar for that year's work, I think he'd win it. He is that good yeah. on that show. And I remember I hadn't seen it yet. And I, he beat out. Gandolfini one year. Yeah, yeah. Towards the end of The Sopranos. And I'm like, how in the world does that happen? Then I watch Breaking Bad and I'm like, okay. Oh it's, my God. It's crazy now to think he was, he was Tim Watley. <laughs> Tim Watley, the, the dentist, the dentist from, from, from Seinfeld. Oh, you I seen know. That? From Seinfeld. Malcolm <laughs> in the Middle. Yeah. I know. He's Tim Watley from the, which is one of the best episodes of Seinfeld. Going to the Super Bowl? Where, where he's the, or the, the party. He's, no, he's the dentist who you starts know, know, telling but, Jewish jokes right. just after he converted to Judaism. <laughs> and Seinfeld gets upset about that and goes to see a priest. Yeah. And he sits, he sits on the kneeling bar, okay, in, in confession. Seinfeld sits his butt on the kneeling bar in confession and tells the, the, the priest that this is horrible, that this, that this dentist that just converted to Judaism is telling him Jewish jokes, and he goes, "Does that?" The priest says, "Does that offend you as a as a Jewish person?" He goes, "No, it offends me as a comedian." And and that's Cranston. I mean, and now he is. Yeah, he could do it. It was an Argo. He was spectacular in Argo. Yeah, he's good in Argo. Yeah, you know. Yeah. All right. Well, good to All see right. you. Well, now that I promoted other people. Yeah, you promoted, yeah. Anything July else? 31st, right? For Smurfs oh, yes. 2. S2? Do we call it S2? No, I don't call it S2. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Smurfs 2. And um, give an international shout-out. We're going to end the show right here. Oh, we'll get Hank right. out of here. We'll, we'll all on, get out of here. Promote, promote something. All right, I promote something else. At Hank Azaria. Yeah. We follow at Hank, at, at Hank Azaria. Yes. And, That's um, where I'm at. And... Are you are you doing anything legit? Are we doing? Are you doing legit in, you mean in the theater? Yes, sir. Is that uh, no plans right now? Okay, I had like a couple of things lined up, but then schedule keeps getting screwed up. Got it. But uh, no, uh, most likely there'll be something that happens. I'm sure that way. Right, that'll be good. They're I'll talking look. about a musical version of the Honeymooners to play. I uh, played Norton, but we'll see if that oh, comes. Gosh, together. how great would that be? That'd a be musical fun. version of the Honeymooners. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's still looking. Lovelace is August eighth. August eighth. Well, I thought it was August 9th. If but you right. won't promote, oh, you might. It says August eighth, what I'm seeing, but you would probably know. Hold on a minute. So, so you'd be the Art Carney character. You'd be the Norton That's right. character. That's right, Ralph. That'd be incredible. That'd be fun. Do you, is there any talks as to who would be the uh, Cranden? Right now, it's a guy uh, who's a good friend of mine named Michael McGraw, who I did spam a lot with on Broadway. We would kid around a lot backstage uh, at Spamalot as Norton characters? and Cramden. He's got like an encyclopedic knowledge. Of this the, has he, to he's, happen. He's amazing. He's amazing. He's a great, great, great. 
comedian and musical theater performer. And as he's checking on this, Eric Idle, what was that like when you met him? I mean, you had well, to have been another, like similar, reverential... another moment like that, right? Yeah. And that you're now an extension of his... No. No. I was going to say uh, talent. Oh, yes. You know, and what he was better. doing. Oh, you know, of course. I mean, why would I, why no, would I be an extension of his penis? That was a bleep. Yeah. yeah. That sounded like the Nason X. <laughs> I am an extension of, of Eric Island's uh, penis. That's right. That, that's too direct for the Nason X. That is too. No, no, that's not obtuse enough. No. You're right. Obtuse. I, I tell you, I, the night opening night of Spamalot, all the living um, Python guys were mm. there and came up on stage, and I actually cried. Give it all a, of them, right? Yeah. Palin. Cleese, Palin, Cleese, Idol, uh, Idol, uh, and um, uh, Terry uh, uh, Jones, right? And awesome. uh, Terry Terry Gilliam, Gilliam. incredible. Yeah. You got the shout out. Interesting shout out to Espen Moeller, E S P E N M O L L E R. He says this is this is when we did the Bill Belichick press mm-hmm. conference for Tebow. Mm-hmm. Love the Belichick part. Hope to get an international shout out. Hashtag Norwegian. There you go. Espen Moeller. I'm going to give an international Thanks, shout out yep. to the fine folks of Ireland because uh, I've gotten a lot of tweets because Penn State's playing there, and all of them are asking if you know we're going to go over. That's so nice. A shout out to the, the fine. That's nice. Fine folks of Ireland. That is nice. Have you ever gotten a, a tweet with a hashtag Norwegian? <laughs> no, I Never? can't say that I have. <laughs> I see. You're missing Don't out. See it? No, you're missing. Oh, out. you're missing. No, out. I'll take your word for it. That you have no, it. I don't seriously. need to see it. No, no, you don't need to see it. I'm just saying. Okay. I'm just saying. I like that hashtag stuff. <laughs> Hashtag, <laughs> hashtag, whatever I feel like saying right now. <laughs> Good luck with Brockmire and all that stuff, Hankalo. Thanks, man. That's Hank Azaria for at Hank Azaria. I want to thank at Chrissy Teigen as well. Absolutely, it was great. At Chris Law, at Chris Brockman. I'm at Rich Eisen for at the Eisen Podcast. Peace out. And for all of us here at the Medill School of Journalism, thanks for joining us. I'm Richard Eisen. Stay listening. To